Hi, everybody. It's me, Seisha. I'm so excited you're here to hear about our adventures. Hello, and welcome to D4, where I dust it. And I, Devin, because I'm back. He's Cody, back! Cody in the fifth edition game of Dungeons. And Dragons, baby! Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Uh, how we all doing? Everybody good? Hanging in there. We're excited, because Paladin's back again, continuing to join us at the table remotely as he continues with Broomschlager! Fighter, mystery man, telepath, friend, lover, who knows, <laughs> only time will tell. And he's launched his sequel to Polyhedral, a TTRPG interview book with Polyhedral B-Sides and Late Nights. Back it now, link currently in chat. They, it is still they. <laughs> Changes that. All right, it's spooky season and uh, things are looking grim. That is... It's like Oktoberfest, but instead of lots of beer and lederhosen, it's 20% off all apparel and jewelry. Sadly, no lederhosen apparel or beer jewelry is available at Beetle and Grimm's, but there is spooky stuff. Jewelry, like the holy symbol of Ravenkind from Curse of Strahd, the amulet of Tachesis, the shark medallion, and the spiraling madness medallion of Therizadun. Instead of traditional Germanic clothing, they have a blood-red hoodie of Phyrexia, an undead cat shirt, a scary wolf's head shirt, and a Nine Hells infantry shirt. But that is not all. There is a wide assortment of things, both spooky and not, some to enhance the immersion of your campaign games, and some to just look badass in all of your nerdom. So get your apparel and jewelry for 20% off during the Grimtober event over at BeetleandGrims.com. Indeed. Thrice the keening choker wails. Thrice and once the gazer whines. Elder evils cry, tis time! Tis time! Round about the cauldron go. In the eldritch entrails throw. Grew that under cold stone days and nights hath thirty. The elfman's breath, sleeping gut, boiled out first in the charmed pot. Double, double toil and trouble. Die hard has the DM's double. Fillet of a correspond worm in the cauldron shake and squirm. Eye of nothing and toe of scum. Cranium rat and tongue of lorthon. Beholder stock and dark wing sting. Darrow's leg and Burbalang's wing for a charm of powerful trouble, like mother's milk boil and bubble. Double, double toil and trouble. Die hard has the DM's double. Scale of slag, tooth of dobrin, eye of Norfolk, fins a brim of the corrupted giant shark, root of Terrazul digged in the dark. Liver of a nightmare haunt, gall of purslon and whistler's gaunt, slivered in the moon's eclipse, hot of gif and star spawn lips, brain of an abolith, a sovereign named, taken from his watery grave, make the gruel thick and brave. Add here to a gargantua's pauldron for the ingredients of our cauldron. 
double double toil and trouble die hard has the dm's double cool it with a hero's tears captured within the sum of their fears that's right everyone welcome to spooky season and die hard dice has just launched their new round of dice for this month and included in them is a dual dm dire d20 it is the D4 DM dice. It is modeled after our wonderful collector of fears and collector of tears. You can head on over to the link. It has now gone live and you can get your own. It's two halves of a metal D20 that come together with a magnet and make one whole D20. They hold really well. I strongly suggest you go check them out. They're really cool. Oh, and use D code BFGs, D4 BFGs, when you check out. Okay. How do you follow that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, over on uh, Wonderful D&D Beyond, there is a new article on how to build glitch characters for Planescape and Planescape Adventures in the Multiverse, Something's Amiss with Reality, and you're at the center of the mystery. So in the turn of fortune's wheel, you have to create a third level character and two variants of them or incarnations. And this article will walk you through what a glitch character is and how to build one for Planescape. So go on over and sign up on dndbeyond.com. I cannot reach the new button to get in there, but I am in here now. Here it is, Kevin, once again, coming back at you. I know you've missed me, but here I am. Sure, Devin's back, but you wanted me. Kevin, an Eldritch Foundry. Yes, more powerful than you could possibly imagine. And what is it that I am now cooking up in my Eldritch Foundry that I keep in my mother's basement that she has no idea I'm getting into because she only comes down to bring me strudel? Let me tell you what I have. Accessibility options. That's right. Because anyone and everyone is a badass if they want to be. Would you like a cool wheelchair? Or perhaps a wheelchair with uh, with treads? Or a wheelchair that reaches into the fantasy realm? All of which will soon be available. And right now, they're offering you the chance to name these cool items before they put them in the foundry themselves. It's so awesome. And when you get into these chairs, you can have your character have many different poses using their cool pose creator. Give yourself whatever look you like, whatever means you wish to have to be a badass. Because Elder Trowdy loves that sort of shit. And if you want to get into Elder Trowdy, tonight put in hashtag Eldritch for your chance to win a miniature tonight or put d4d in and get 15% off your own Eldritch Friday miniature when you go to buy it online I demand that you do this with my magical powers Ooh, I hope you can feel that I'm doing it as hard as I possibly can Elvin Kevin says go to Eldritch Friday right now do it do it go there <laughs> Uh, but uh, as you can see, we are down our lovable Orkira Lauren Urban. Just for the first half, though, uh, we, she should be uh, coming in uh, after break. Uh, but as such, there's a little code at the bottom that you should totally uh, check out. It's a, uh, it's you know, it's it's trying to be on a diet, but it's a little zany. So it's a tea and keto uh, zany. So, uh, but uh, don't don't. Uh, Deprive yourself of all that good, good, yummy loot. So get in there and uh, and check it out. Idle Champions of Forgotten Realms. Exclamation point code. Uh, and without further ado, let us immerse ourselves. Into the Chronicles of D4. Hello and welcome back. <laughs> Last time on Deific Deliberations and Dire Dreams, 
where Devin was not here. Nope. I'm excited for him to read this recap. Yeah. The BFGs caught up Orkira on what they learned from the changed druid of Sylvanas and started to discuss what steps to take next. Petunia and Brunschlager moved to finish deciphering the scarred landscape with the help of Seisha, who peers and investigates a bit too long at the scars and sees her flesh as extremely aged. In the first vision, they become a living vessel, the obelisk itself, Zaithu. There they see a massive chamber with a pulsating, cracked, and fractured crystal. In the second vision, they see through the eyes of many aboliths as they fight a half-elven man with dark hair and cerulean blue energy surrounding him, felling all of them. The vision shifts to see through another abolith's eyes, only two as one is missing on a massive and ancient form, its large tendrils dragging the body of the half-elf into the familiar large chamber with the cracked crystal. They watch as he is set into some strange biomechanical apparatus as the massive abolith moves to another section of this chamber. The obelisk begins to go down and they feel the ancient obelith, this ancient abolith, the eldest, fuse and become one with the ship. And they now know that Zaifu and the eldest have become one singular colossal entity. They then move down into the catacombs and decide that Petunia is going to cast Contact Other Plane and ask Mistra five questions. They talk for some time to come up with the perfect questions and then Petunia casts her spell. When it completes, they spot a side hallway that none remembered seeing before with a flickering firelight and boisterous laughter and the music coming from it. As they cautiously approached, they found it opened up to their camp and found four individuals sitting around a fire, cooking a campside feast. The first appeared to be a halfling. No, a halflight, a half-elf. No, wait, a dragonborn, or was it an Asimar? No, definitely a dwarf. Or was it the same race as Brunschlager? Anywho, they appeared to be an androgynous individual, laughing and smiling. Next to her was a fairly audaciously dressed man, skillfully playing a lute. Across from him was a stoic, fully armored man, adorned in full plate from head to toe. And standing elegantly behind him was a dark-haired woman wearing an elegant midnight blue and gold-trimmed dress, wearing a pair of earrings that were shaped like an eight-pointed star. And surrounding that statue was a full murder of crows. The BF joins and asks questions of Timora, Ogma, Helm, and Mistra, where they have many things filled in. Agma speaks to Seisha and tells her that he does not hate her or even resent her for who she is, and promises her that all of her dads will be looked after. Petunia and Harold play Three Dragon Ante with Timora, and Brunschlager speaks of duty with Helm. Mistra informs them that Venli is currently speaking with Sahani Moonbow and is safe. And as they finish feasting like heroes, they learn that the Raven Queen has a memory to show them. And as their vision is overtaken by a swarm of ravens, they fall asleep and find themselves seeing through the eyes of another, unable to act, only able to watch and learn. As they watch a group of adventurers, all corrupted by the third eye of Offenser, and the Elder Eye are given a task by George Forsworn to acquire an item which resides in the core of Toril. The group is gated where 
they learn they have just entered into the lair of the Tarasque. They fight the legendary monster that is said to be the devourer of the world and discover it was the guardian of a singular tablet. Through a harrowing fight, the ragtag group manages to secure this tablet and fell the legendary monstrosity as they teleport out of the Tarasque's lair. And with that, the BFG's vision is consumed by a swarm of ravens where they awaken the next day alone in their camp, fully rested. And you all currently have the following effects for the next 24 hours, most of which should already be added to your character sheet. Your maximum HP has increased by 20. You're immune to poison damage in the poison condition. You're immune to the frightened condition. You have advantage on all wisdom saving throws as you are currently under the effects of Hero's Feast. You are also under the effects of freedom of movement, which means you are immune to paralyzed and restrained conditions. Also cannot be uh, impeded by difficult terrain, and you can use a bonus action to escape any and all non-magical restraints. Also, water has no hindrance on your movement or attacks. You are also all under the effects of find the path and know the shortest and most direct path to Zaifu in the center or in the sea of fallen stars and everyone has an inspiration point that means is you have one free reroll yep and call it luck why do i feel like we we just found a big room full of weapons and items in doom and, and we're, we're auto saving to, yeah things are, <laughs> things are bad ahead the bass on the soundtrack went up a little bit but um, as you uh, come out of this vision and meeting with these gods, you're awakened from a long night's rest. And that is where we begin tonight's story. With everybody waking up... Seisha wakes up and goes into the other room. Well... Where everybody is. <laughs> I need you all to make constitution saving throws. As you have slept here once again. I'll roll for it, Kira. Oh, I'm so excited She's about good. my Fortin right now. Thank God. 24. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. 23. Okay. Uh, Seisha? 17. A what? 17. 17, okay. Harold? Four. Excellent. <laughs> and... Petunia. Did you hear what all they just gave us? No, I'll save the lug. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Harold, roll a d4 and then a d6. Oh, yeah. Shadow? <laughs> I got that. Oh, yeah. Did I pass? Yes, you did. Two and four. Six, eight, two, three, and Okay. Um, Oh, I like that. Cool. Um, so, uh, Harold, as you're you're waking up and like you're stretching and um, like your arms and you know you're you're stretching and you start like you know scratching your head and, and just like yawning. What everyone else sees is um, Harold. You feel yourself like you're scratching. You're like, you know you're doing your beard and just you know doing that. You're but your arms are here and what you don't notice is uh, there's a. Just another appendage that's just kind of <sighs> scratching your beard. And what it is is this tendril that grows from like the middle back but offset side. 
and it comes out from underneath your cl- uh, your coat as this inky tendril is scratching your chin. I swear it doesn't normally do this. Uh, guys. Uh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Tentacles yeah, Look at it. I'm, look at it. I'm not, I don't. Look at it. Look at it. Yeah, you know, I, I remember I had tentacles and it wasn't a good thing. How are you feeling about your tentacle? I'm not thrilled about it. Okay. You didn't do this on purpose. I shrug with all three of my arms. <laughs> no! Did, wait, did Manshoon have something to do with this? I'm going to go ahead and guess no. We're sleeping in a creepy place. Of course it's because of that. Yeah, but I just want an excuse to blame Manshoon. Stop blaming Manshoon for my tentacle. <laughs> what you want me to cut it off? What? You want me to cut it off? I touch it to see if I feel it. Oh, yeah? Nope! I do not want that. I do not want that. I want, uh, I, I guess I need to have Orkira take a look at this whenever she's not indisposed. So you basically have what accounts to a mage hand that's attached to you, but only has a range of five feet. Great. You can give tentacle tickles. I don't like anything Seisha, about that. I don't like anything about that. <laughs> I'm just trying to make the best of the situation. This is a bad situation. This is not a good situation. Look at this. I don't want to. I can juggle now. It was harder with two hands, but now it'd be much easier. That's not a bad thing. Juggling? Yeah. I could juggle before. I'm just trying to make a point. Mm. We gotta get rid of this arm. I don't (laughs) want it. It keeps touching my face. It keeps touching my face. I'm not trying to make. I'm not trying to make it touch my face. It's like trying to get a feel for what it's up uh, up against here. My author stands. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not like it's hitting me. It's like it's. Seisha pulls out the Gathalan, uh well, dagger currently, and it reforms into like a uh, butcher's knife why i've already said no she puts it away uh Uh, okay so what do we do about this then just wait till here is available i guess we just wait oh it's inky uh waking up a little bit late brunch looks over and goes why have you done this to yourself Is that? He wants to juggle. I can already juggle. Did he not already know how? To, he already knows how to juggle. So why have you done that this? That was really hard, but now he can do it better. It's not me trying to do this. Stop. Why are you feeling your face? I'm not feeling my face. It's feeling my face. It's like the only thing I can't control about it. Mm. But it's yours, is it not? It is now. I didn't ask for it. So, you have like so why? Why do I keep ending up with extra limbs, limbs that are not mine? It, it's like it's like a constant with me. If I look away for like ten seconds, eventually I end up with another limb that isn't mine. Does Faith think you need a hand? That's not funny. Okay, well, I am hilarious. Uh, okay, um, 
we saw gods last night, right? Yep. That wasn't a dream. <laughs> nope. And I, oh and, my gosh, I won three Dragon Annie with Tamora. And as you say this, <laughs> the word dream hits and you remember that dream that you all had, which wasn't a dream, but a memory and a vision from the Raven Queen itself. From her, oh my, the Raven that Queen was herself. a goblin. Oh. I remember seeing a really weird wizard of Thay, a goblin, a tabaxi, a bird person, Aarakocra. No, and that wasn't an Aarakocra. Was it not? Or larger. That, that was something else. Oh, yeah, an owlin, I think, or what they're called. Yeah. And then... Uh, kind of cute. Yeah, <laughs> except for the whole, they were all trying to murder things, and they I'm pretty sure they got away with the tablet of fate. Yes, they did. That's do not we, pleasant. Do we know how old that memory is? You, uh, Karina, you would know that this is a recent memory, as in, like, within the past few days. Yeah, um, judging by how the Raven Queen does these kinds of things, that's from just a few days ago. There was also, like, a really big star-looking individual. Am I wrong about that? No, there, there was a centaur, yeah. Um, yep. All right, all right. Like, arm wrestling with a terrasque? That's pretty cool. Hook wrestling? I don't know what it was. Well, they have arms. Arm we focus. Um, we need to get moving. Because if they have both tablets of fate, we need to get things ready to go and get into Zaifu. Because we are now racing against a clock. Yeah, I'll say. All right. So, uh, did Rakira give me back the bag of bounty? Yes. Okay. I make breakfast. Uh, all right. See if we get some pop tarts, pop tart raw hamburger meat sandwiches. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Oh. Okay. So Still adding your modifier, I assume. Charisma check. Okay. And if you're proficient with cook utensils, I get to add that, so that's plus five. Oh, you're going to actually add it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it right this time. <laughs> so that's a 21. It's a damn good dinner for breakfast. Um, think like lobster omelets, eggs benedict, all sorts of like fancy non-diner food. I love Perfect it. coffee. And bacon that melts in your mouth. Okay. Hey, right, make so. sure you save some of those lobster omelets. Because I, I would like at least one. I'm sorry, Harold. I don't have a vase to save them in. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening to me? Or... Um, you know, do you, do you want to tie that to your waist? No, it's fine. It's fine. It's figuring out the landscape. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't decide to figure out your interior. It won't. It won't. Because if that thing, like, goes in your mouth in the middle of a fight, you're not going to be able to cast spells. Why would it do that? 
Why would it randomly come into existence on your chest? Oh, well, we're sleeping in a weird place. All right, so um, let's go over what we need to cover here. Um, you guys remember where to go, right? Like, I, I have this picture in my head. You too, right? Yeah, I've yeah. Got, I got a okay. general idea of where to go. Good, okay. It's um, in that direction. Actually, I'm pointing in that direction. I'm just seeing if I totally can, and I can. It's pretty cool. Okay. So, <laughs> we need to try to find right on Kane's remains while we're in there. Right on Kane's. Um, we also want to try to locate any information we can on Cerulean magic because it is supposed to be there. We need to get the Mithlar um, sphere. Yep. So that we have that. Um, and it's not corrupted. Yay. We need to go find uh, the Sea Reaver. I guess that should be our first order of business this morning. That's the ship, right? Yes. It it's should be coming dot. in today. Yeah. 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 It should be there by now. Which would mean that it would be uh, that way? Do you guys think it would be blasphemous for me to call him Uncle Agma? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm. Whoa. Can you play the accordion with it? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wait. well, let's, um. Let's head to the dock then and see if we can find him and uh, enjoy the fact that no one was attacked last night. Yeah, no one was attacked. Nothing weird happened at all. <laughs> okay. Let's go. All right. Wait a minute. Oh, no, it was greater restoration. Never mind. So is everybody exiting back out into uh, the world from the catacombs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, one second. Um, I would like to use Francesca's amulet uh, for, I guess it's false aura. Let me make sure. No, mask. I would like to use mask. And I would like to appear as a uh, aberrant creature. If, if it's, it's only if you look at my uh, uh, soul. So basically, while we're in there, if they're looking for people, they won't see me. Uh, okay. Well, it's not like... Uh, and they can't scry on me either, so... All right, so you're using the, the Nistel's magic aura aspect yes. of it to uh, uh, ping as an aberrant creature. Yes. Cool. Yep. Oh, and before we go above ground, I'm going to cast a telepathic bond on everyone. Okay. I allow this to go through. Um, or Kira is with you, uh, and, uh, and and uh, if... if or Kira wishes to uh, uh, cast any any like protection stuff or any weekend. We'll retcon that when Lauren gets here. Uh, cool. Mm -hmm. But thank you. Can say that it, it's. Yay. Yeah. Oh, I should 
Um, and and find familiar because I'm curious as to what happens to Dr. Jones when we go above ground. Oh, yeah. Because we haven't addressed that yet. Oh, I need 10 minutes. Okay. I mean, you can have all the time you want before okay. you uh, I am emerge. Going to, this morning, I am going to uh, resummon Misty. Oh. Yeah, that won't draw any attention. I just want her back. I understand. Okay. You've got a... Is it... Yeah. Is it noticeable or... Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, you spend the time, you're able to cast um, Summon Steed and re uh, return Misty back to her form after she was so brutally murdered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. It's just the way you said it. <laughs> This casual, like, yeah, so brutally yeah. uh, yeah. And, uh, and, I mean, you can call forth Dr. Jones. And you have your little little mousy friend. and My friend. Uh, because you all casted this uh, away from the esoteric scars of the surface world, there is no far realm wild surge need for rolls. So everything goes off fine. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you don't want to have fun. Yeah, it's um, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Devin knows me all too well. <laughs> uh, and you exit out into the world greeted by the warm uh, sunlight, even though it is still uh, a little chillier. Um, however, this area of the world seems to be pretty warm and temperate uh, for this time of year in the type of coastal uh, mid like landlocked inner sea that this is um, the sky seemed to be slightly overcast there's a slight chill to the breeze and you see the people also coming out of their hideaway catacombs it's hard to tell if there was any lost to uh, a fight or ambush um, the night before as you are unaware of your actions and what consequences they might have uh, for fighting off uh, the sacrifice that Brunschlager was supposed to be. Uh, if you so wish, you see some of familiar faces to interact with, um, including, I believe her name is Lady Coralheart? Uh, yes. Yes. Um as everybody is kind of going about their normal days. Uh, in this instance, you do not see a ship pulled up to the docks. But that doesn't mean it is not here, as Timora herself said, as luck would have it. Someone might be arriving today. What are you all doing? Well, it looks like we have some free time to do whatever we want. Any takers on what that should be? Uh, my notes real quick. I mean, I can't imagine there's many shops around. There's a great puppet show. Oh, I disagree. Just saying it's out there. I was tired just watching it. I was 
insulted constantly since I met that individual, and I loved it. Oh. I, I'm still tired from that. Of course you loved it. Well, I mean, I'm used to getting insulted everywhere I go. That's actually a good question. Am I still tired from this show? No. Long, <laughs> okay. The long rest uh, remedied you of your... Excellent. Yeah. Your strength, sappingness, sappidness. Great. Um, those of you with uh, at least decent insights will notice that Orkira is kind of staring off into the distance of the horizon where the ocean is. Uh, and it just as oh uh, sh- ship on the horizon. Uh, I, th- I think that's 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 it. Oh yay! What's well, the docks then? We can go to the docks. We can like get a care package together and like you know really kind of nestle into being. I mean, it's not like our first time being in a piratey crew. Uh, Um, and you see that you're being approached by Lady Coral Heart. Uh, oh. Uh... Good morning, Lady Coral Heart. Uh, good morning to you as well. And she'll look over to Harold and kind of sigh. And go. Yeah. I see the uh, region's effects have started to affect you all as well. Well, it's pretty minor. So. It starts as minor. But um, do you know where you're going? Do you know what your next, uh, or how long you are staying here? We're planning to uh, speak to the Sea Reaper's captain. Um, He's heading this way, actually. And we're going to see about... um, (laughs) See her eyes squint real hard towards the horizon? I see no ship. over, Over to the... I, st- I still see nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> mm. We have really good eyes. Oh, well, okay. she has really good eyes, honestly. Well, um, if he's on the horizon, I'd possibly uh, an hour's time. So Depending on... I, mm, yeah, I feel like they're going to have a really favorable wind, so maybe an hour, maybe a little less. If there's anything that we can do for you, just let me know. Um, how is, how is everyone doing this morning? Um, we have done, uh, from what I can tell, our count seems to be the same. Uh, there are some that get up and move before the morning. They are unaccounted for until midday. Do you need help? Are you, um, is there... Fine, good, totally, just getting used to finding the lay of the land so far. Uh, Seems okay. I understand the um, in uh, the nonstop whispers were something that took time to get used yeah. to. <laughs> As she tries to stifle a, a laugh, I do you not know, miss. Uh, forgive my. Um, oh no, it's hilarious. I, I would be more offended if you weren't laughing. <laughs> uh, well, uh, hopefully it does not harm you, uh, and hopefully you gain more control over it. Though I can light papping is what I would describe. It kind of paps, and mm. then that seems to be it. So all in all, not so bad. Mm. Uh, but uh, as I was saying, uh, as of right now, there does not seem to be anyone missing. But uh, it's only been a day since. And, you know, this is the second night. Yeah. I I am sure word will 
reach the Slime Lord soon, if not already. And they will be enacting their ire soon. Well, we have to hope that everything we do here will give us the chance to get some relief for this place. And I feel confident that with this, with my friends here, and with the knowledge we have, we have a good opportunity to give some relief to you and your people. Um, and we're going to do everything we can, just like we promised. Um, first step is going to involve us getting on this ship, um, which they swear is coming. I don't personally see it. Oh, oh, that's that's good. Oh, I just so got we will uh, head down to the dock probably, and, and I just kind of like shift in front of Harold, like I'm giving him a privacy screen. <laughs> And um, we will we will talk to them. But um, if there's anything we can do in the meantime, we're we're happy to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're we're pretty self sufficient. So um... Um, it's a, like you can see at this point uh, the uh, forger Thaddeus uh, is like walking up, uh, kind of at the tail end of of you asking and. and I just uh, want to say uh, thank thank you. It looks like y'all about to head out, and I'm I'm about to make my rounds this this day. Um, but uh, already, uh, the what you've uh, what you've done, what it's uh, it's been, it's 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 helped, um, and especially uh, in the uh, food and water that uh, Miss Orkira here has uh, has has made, and things have been been real helpful. So we we appreciate y'all. Well, we're hoping that this is just the first step and that everything we do after this is just going to make things even better. Um, you'll be... You don't happen ca- to have any explosives here in town, do you? Mm, no. no. I, uh, we have no need for explosives. Okay, okay. Uh, and, I mean, maybe Anton does. Uh, your, your captain, Anton Miravaldi, is who will be upon the ship. Um, he's from a nearby island, but uh, stories say he was exiled. Became a pirate captain, so uh, keep that in mind. He does help us from time to time, but he is a pirate. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I get pirates. She does. (laughs) In a good way, not in a bad way. (laughs) Well, I mean... Do you know what island he's from? I, I didn't catch if you said a name. I, I just know that he's from a nearby one. Um, I think it is Sapra, but I cannot confirm that. Thank you. Uh, but as you're saying, you know, not all pirates are bad. Same can be said about adventure. Some are only in it for fame, glory, and money. But you... You all seem to be true heroes, and for that we are thankful. Just doing our best. That's all we can try to do, but I have many things to attend to. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Best luck to you, Pete. Stopping okay. by. <laughs> if you need anything, just let us know. Okay. Uh, and you are free to make it to the port, and as you uh, make your way towards that, you can definitely, everyone can see now. Um... Uh, a ship headed your way and if there's anything that you'd like to do within the next 30 minutes yeah uh and there's definitely a it's 
it, you know, it's a, it's a coastal town, but uh, there's definitely uh, that, like, coastal breeze. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. It's definitely, um, if you're standing on the docks, it's definitely blowing, like, towards you. Uh, or, yes. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> yeah. just takes a moment standing on the dock and closes her eyes and just kind of listens and lets the the sea sort of wash over her in uh, sound and the, the wind uh, blow across her and kind of puts herself back on the, uh, the deck of the Chained Mermaid. All right, I'm ready. Harold, when I when I wanted to hold your hand, I didn't mean that one. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not. I don't get a choice in the matter. It just. I think. Oh, hold hands, and then a hand goes. <laughs> Maybe it's actually best if you hold that hand, because then it can't like slap you. It's, it's been not slapping me too. Only lightly. Love slaps. Uh, you know, it's not worth describing okay. the flaps that are happening. Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> some, things, some things don't need to be expanded on. <clears throat> uh, Karina, what are you doing? Following everybody else, Karina's just like, well, we have officially been here too long. Harold has a tentacle. Uh, we gotta get on that ship. A tentacle keeps slapping Harold. It stopped being funny about five minutes ago. <laughs> and she's just like, I just feel bad for him now. I mean, Harold has had the, the worst... Appendage luck? Appendage luck. <laughs> it makes for great stories, though. <laughs> I mean, you know, if it's not a tentacle, it's a giant baby arm for a leg. Yeah. Yeah. And then... If it's not that, it's the limb somebody sends me in the mail that doesn't fit the leg that I'm missing. That's <laughs> true. Uh, but unless there's anything you all want to converse about or do uh, before the ship arrives. Well, while we're standing there. So I talked to Agma last night. And I think. Didn't we all? Huh? Didn't we all? Yeah, but I had like a. A talk that I needed to have with him. Yeah. And I feel a lot better. That's good. I knew Agma was going to be upset with you. Agma doesn't strike me as the type of god to get angry easily. It's like people being shitty to Agma. I imagine, which you weren't, I just saying that if somebody was shitty to Agma, I imagine he'd just take away a good story from that. But you weren't shitty. You were always very into Agma, even when you found out the truth. So I'm not surprised at all. Frankly, I I feel like you should have gotten a cool necklace. Well, I think I got something better. I am um, I am going to follow both. Seems right to me. Why not? Yeah. I'm like five percent Mister and ninety five percent Tamora, so I get it. And I think I'm going to call him Uncle Agma. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that. That's cute! I know, right? And, like, he and, he and Mom have, like, this rivalry, but I kind of got 
the feeling it's more of like a sibling rivalry than like a uh, oh, rivalry okay. or something so like I'll that. So I'll go what makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Karina, if you were covered in enough crows and ravens, can you fly? I think that would come down mathematically to how much can a single crow pick up and what kind of crow it is. Because, you know, and it would just, just depend on their airspeed velocity and can they... It could grip you by the, the, by the pack. Is it a yeah. northern or southern raven? Could turn into a crow and fly. Yeah, I could just turn into a crow. But if I have enough of them and the math balances out, yeah, they could probably pick me up. Do That's I know how much cool. a crow can carry? I grew up on a farm. What would that have to do? How would you know how much a crow can carry? No, I mean, you don't. Because no, when you, you don't, you don't. On a farm, outboard, nope. Outboard, they have animals. to be on a farm. Look, I'm just trying, okay? <laughs> okay, and I gotta ask, Brinchlogger, and you don't have to answer, uh, Helm, is that like your thing, or...? Gross question. No. Okay, well, appreciate the answer, I guess. Um. Oh. Oh. Karina is diligently oh. doing oh. math right now. <laughs> <laughs> You've given her a hyper focus. Bless. And yes. Also. Also. Uh, how dare you call me out like that? <laughs> <laughs> You gotta admit, oh, it would take 640 crows to pick me up. Just even it out at 666. Make it easy for everyone. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and then that way they're not stressed. Exactly. Your good, average crow can pick up five ounces. A good round number. <laughs> so, wait. No, if, yeah. But no, ravens can pick up 1.5 pounds, so it would only roughly take... If she starts doing math again. <laughs> Amazing. It would take 134 crows, or ravens, to pick me up. That's probably more doable. Yeah, that's a lot, a lot more doable. Karina, mm. can I talk to you for one second? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> she, like, closes her mouth. Seisha kind of steps off a few feet with her and reaches into a pouch and pulls out a, uh, a small box huh? and holds it out to Karina. You asked me to pick up something, and um, I, I got it for you. Oh, thank you. Um... Gonna open the box and what does she see? It's the locket. Oh, oh yeah. I kind of took the liberty of um, picking a nice one. Thank you, truly. Um, and open she's open it. Okay. And she opens it. And if I remember correctly, you hear uh, the the song of a soft wind blowing. Very nice, and she just holds it close, and she feels suddenly very emotional, and she doesn't like being emotional in front of other people much, 
So she just kind of looks at you with a little mischievous grin and opens and closes it. And she goes, and if I do this, we kiss. I'll... And she'll put it on and tuck it into her shirt. Thank you, I do. I love it. Oh, and that flower that I told you to pick? Yeah, uh -huh. don't smoke that. Don't smoke that. Are you, you sure? Are you no, sure? It's, it's far brown funky. How many drugs have you done, Seisha? did some mushrooms with Venley. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll take it, it under, it, it, I'll take it under advisement. It might do things like, uh, and I turn and look at Harold and then yeah. come back. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that's the goal. <laughs> okay. Well, you got that then. Mm. Thank you. Uh. And, and eventually, then, uh, walk back over. eventually, as time passes on, uh, even for those that have pretty good vision, it is a while before you notice the ship, even as it gets closer and closer. As you notice that along the waters, it's the, the keel, the very bottom of the boat, is nearly pitch black. Then it fades into a... A light tan or brown, but it, it also has sky blue sails that blend in with the surrounding area. And you realize that seen against the coast, or as you've noticed as it approaches from the horizon, it is made to be nearly impossible to spot against other ships. But it is not long before it slows and uh, makes anchor probably somewhere between three and 500 feet away from the coast before uh, a couple of small uh, sloops and uh, rowing boats make its way to the docks. And it's it's strange because as soon as it makes anchor, that like breeze that was blowing towards you just stops. And I will wait. I'm going to assess them as they're coming to shore and try to figure out who the captain is. Uh, you can easily tell who the captain is as he stands upon the bow of, uh, looking towards the ruins of Reth. And you see a dark-skinned man covered in, like, layers of cloth draped over him of purples, teals, reds, striped whites and blues. Um... Or like covered in jewels and ornate weaponry, things that seem to be uh, gathered from all across uh, the inner sea, as they all share certain aspects to them, but can be distinctly different in their styles and cultural makeup. And you can see along his arms and skin are almost rune-like tattoos. Um, his hair short and cropped, but in uh, dreads that seem to flow as almost windblown and stuck in the air, held up by a bandana that wraps around his forehead. I will wait patiently for no. them to come to the dock. And uh, 
once they are uh, within reasonable earshot, so I'm not like screaming, I'll uh, call out Captain Mavaldi. Uh, and you can see he's, like, uh, laughing jovial and, like, uh, with his, like, the the few crew that are with him uh, rowing this small boat uh, towards the shore. Um, and uh, he, uh, um, as you call out to him, uh, he he almost like raises an eyebrow, uh, a bit. But the name is Merivaldi, but you were close enough. Oh, I'm so sorry. I uh, apparently couldn't read my notes. <laughs> you have notes on me. Should I be worried? Thank you. Should you be what? Worried. Oh, that depends on what worries you. Well, a strange wind that apparently decided that we're going to be visiting Reth today. Almost like fate. Kind of gives you this, like, uh, almost like assessing look, and then kind of like his gaze drifts over to the lot of you. Uh, and who are you if my fate is to meet you? I can say that I have never seen you in Wrath before, though it seems that at least one of you has been here long enough to feel its effects. Oh, it's not so bad. My name is Seisha Valisgard. I'm a crew member of the Chained Mermaid. I've heard great things about you. And I was hoping that perhaps as a professional uh, courtesy, we could have a little chat about booking passage on your ship. I recognize that name, Chained Mermaid, but if my memory recollects, it has not made its way to the inner sea. It has not. But I have heard tale of coast. her and her captain. They both still, still sail the coast. We're on a, uh, a mission that has brought us inland. We're seeking out Zaifu. You see his head kind of cock very curiously uh, a queer smile stretches across his lips but also a little bit of worry as like mm -hmm. you must be mistaken yeah. like it's kind of like you did not just say these very foolish uh, words uh, <clears throat> Captain can I introduce you or interest you and your crew to some refreshments on shore well and uh, kind of like It seems like we're dead in water at the moment, so I don't think we're going anywhere until we at least get somewhat of a breeze on a coastal town. I'm here, aren't I? Mm. <laughs> kind of <laughs> looks up into the sky. But uh, we're happy to have you. Do they do they come on shore? What are they? Yeah, you see that uh, he stepped onto the docks, and the others have like stepped into the sea, 
and are dragging the 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 small boats they have closer up into inland so that they are more anchored onto the shore bed so that if there is a high tide uh it does not wash away their ships they will often also safety anchor them to the docks um you see that there is a couple of bags of small uh provisions uh but nothing that is like ridiculous or grandiose it's yep. kind of uh and uh he'll he'll come on ashore but before he addresses you he'll actually if you'll forgive me for a moment uh ex- excuse me uh lady corhart uh apologies on uh the small amount uh was still about uh, a few 10 days for making a trip this way before the sea themselves uh, decided to, to bring us to your shores, but I do have a few things here, so please uh, feel free to take a look through and see if there's anything... Uh, anything that like. you have brought in, uh, Captain, is, is more than an, anything we could have asked for. It does seem the fates are somehow smiling upon this cursed town. Look! So I see it. Uh, if you'll excuse me. And he'll he'll actually um, you see him kind of like walk away and kind of head off, while the rest of his crew uh, begins chatting and and you can definitely see some form of familiarity with the uh, denizens of of this uh, city town what what have you, um, and he actually walks over to the turtle, uh, and. Uh, it, it's a bit of a ways away, um, but uh, to, to properly like fully hear what he's saying, but you can see him, uh, you can see her body language is very timid and like almost like head kind of going into shell, but he smiles and uh, kind of uh, pulls her, the net that she's using, uh, which is just riddled with holes and tears and whatnot, and you just kind of see him shake his head and just like throws it to the side, and you kind of see he pulls out this package and then hands it to her. Um, and says so you can read the lips that uh, basically says that I, it's like I told you I would have something for you the next time I see you. I saw you, and I've been holding onto this for some time, and uh, tries to refuse it. He won't let her. Uh, and uh, she opens it, and it is a brand new net. Oh. So, uh, and uh, will eventually make his way back over to your group. Um, are there any like tables anywhere? Or like, oh services? no, you got some some rubble. <laughs> and some rubble. I can't remember what the map uh, looked like. There's yeah. a little bit of some black sand. Some black docks. sand. Um, <laughs> but not rubble. Ru- <laughs> a bunch of ruins. That's yeah, what you it, got. It, it, yeah. If you remember this, it's basically like uh, uh, the ruins of like Rome or Greece. That is. Right. Right. Uh, okay. So basically, we're going to need to go back to town proper area to sit down and. I don't oh. know if there's a flat enough piece of rubble. There's a flat enough piece of rubble that's that's good enough uh, to well, share I want drinks. I set out like a spread. Mm-hmm. Or you can uh, wait to get on the ship. Up to yours, but um, you know that there isn't like a grand feast table or anything like that. Most of what people set up is is even small and quaint in that. Um, oh, I mean could... like a buffet spread, not like a 
sit down, fancy white tablecloth kind of meal. Mm. Just like someplace I can set out like bottles and and finger foods and stuff. Oh, that would be easy enough for like a scurvy brunch for everybody. Yeah, like you could do like a picnic style and lay it across the uh, the black sand and stuff like that, and that's easy enough. Yeah. Would you like to? Uh, meet here, or would you prefer to go someplace else? Go someplace else, as in kind of looks around at the just ruined landscape. I think here is fine. Okay. And she will start uh, pulling things out of the bag of bounty. And uh, basically, like I said, anti-scurvy, welcome to port. Here, have some beverages and fruit and stuff. I can use it three times a day, and that is twelve. No, well, that was a twenty. Okay, so that's a twenty-five, six, seven, eight, twenty-eight. For the bag of bounty, it, it's yeah. it, it's fancy meal. It's big mm-hmm. fancy meal. It's yeah. like the best because I crit on that one. <laughs> uh, there uh, now. He'll definitely, well, um, you have my attention, <laughs> Seisha Valisbard and crew. Uh, this is Karina. Uh, not, not exactly crew. We're, um, we're an adventuring group. This is Karina. Uh, this is Rakira. This is um, Petunia. This is Harold. And this is our friend Grinchlogger. We are, um, we're on a mission. Um, So you said. Yes. There is an entity that is attempting to enter this world from the far realms. And we need something that is located in Zaifu. So we need to get there. If we're going to stop this, we have to go into the city or the, the, well, yeah, I guess it, the mon- Monument City ship. I guess that's the best way to put it. And I'm assuming that fate has said that I'm the one who's taken you there. As luck would have it, yes. All right. Well. These beings are getting um, concerningly far in what they're doing. We are on a very limited time frame. And if you are not willing or able to assist us in this, we need to start looking for an alternative. But we were led to believe that you are a a seafaring fellow of good repute and cleverness. And so it seems like you would be the best option. Well, I'll be God's damn it. That's what he meant. Huh. He? Yeah, I had a, an acquaintance that called himself a bit of a fortune teller, if you will. Soothsayer. Whatnot. And he indicated that something like this might be coming. Yeah. He was a chosen of a uh, Lathander back when he was parading around as Aventer. 
question. Actually, there's another captain that spoke of you. Um, and I turn around to the group. The, 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 the king. What was, what was his captain's name? Aha! Uh -huh. La, 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 La Morel. La Morel. La like that. can't say I know anybody I think by that, that was his name. name. What was his actual, what was his captain Captain Lascalier, that's it. Lascalar. Lascalar. Oh, oh, that swimy bastard. <laughs> I'm sure he had great things to say. Apparently that slimy bastard's the king of elves. Yeah. He just starts laughing. He was under and, and an enchantment. Like, 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 oh, you're good. Like, like, oh, that's a good one. Like, just starts <laughs> laughing. Doesn't even hear what you say, Sasha, because he's laughing, yeah. like, doubled yeah. over. Like, oh, yeah. I'm sure he is. Uh. Did he give us anything? Do we have anything of his that... No. He did not really speak of Anton. He definitely spoke of Rhydon. Yep. Right. I'm... Going with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's yeah, fine. Deception, I will. Yeah, I, I, no. Before, but I'm gonna let you know before you spend too long looking at your notes. I will. Yeah. I will let you know that Anton was not mentioned, but Anton is well known enough that your 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 play is is My playing off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, all right. Looks like we're going into the still waters. What, what was the rest of your name? Brunschlager and, and, and who's your who's your dragonborn friend over there? That's Rakira. That's Rakira. Uh, sure. Hi! Oh, hi! I actually feel like I have a good Rakira voice. You do, actually. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, well, um, is there anything we can do to help you or your crew while you're at port? Uh, I, I believe they're finishing up, um, loading off to the locals here, and then once they're done, I guess, load up and we'll head out. Excellent. Have you ever been to the Sword Coast? No. Hmm. And I'm happy to never make my way there. <laughs> Very different. I'm interested to see how uh, sailing on the Sea of Fallen Stars compares. Well, you won't see much. Is it that close? Yes. Oh. How far out is it? Maybe half a day, if that. Oh, that's great. Okay. Depends on when. I have a feeling that the wind will be in our favor. Me too. And as you say that, you actually feel a soft breeze begin to build and blow away out towards the sea. I guess that's our cue. <laughs> I have a feeling. Brinchlog, are you all right? I am okay. okay. Troubled, but okay. All right, well, let's, uh, let's hop on board when they're ready and uh, if you're
good with it. I'd, I'd like to chat with you. Sure. You know how to swim, right? I do. Yes. Yep. Don't need to. That's um. Kind of looking at Brunslager with a little bit of a worried, like, okay, you got it, buddy. That's a that's a lot of metal <laughs> for you. <laughs> but doesn't say anything. Just kind of gives you that, like, okay, <laughs> whatever you say. <laughs> yeah, who am I to argue with fate? Yep. So I guess this is what we're doing. Yep. Um, I, I I will say of all of us, uh, Karina here is the most experienced uh, sailor. Uh, if I, you can, I can also just be your... a fish. <laughs> if, if, if one of us can be of assistance <laughs> once we're on the water, it's going to be Karina. Uh, and uh, will he'll just kind of, you say, I can just be a fish, and he'll be like, polymorph or druid. Sure. Just nods. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, I guess let's make our way and um, uh, if, uh, yeah, if there's anything that we need. But I have a feeling that we're going to have perfect weather if fate Me would too. have it. Or as you luck say, luck. Right. Definitely luck. <sighs> well. And, uh, like our little lady luck. What do you, I guess, if there's any information that I can bestow upon you from the Sea of Fallen Stars, by all means, ask away as you embark in this quest. We are, we are attempting to head into the center of Zaifu, essentially. <laughs> so uh, you said. Yes. The, we know where we're going. Do you have any advice as far as uh, dealing with the creatures under the control of uh, the, the Aboleth? Well, how about we talk about that when we get on ship? Sounds but like yes, I have information that can maybe help you. I Hells, I don't know. It seems like luck is all up blowing all up your skirt so it could be i don't know what i'm talking about because it's one of those days uh and you'll see that he'll start to round up the men um and uh women you know uh races of many different types uh you'll even see like many cultural differences just like a bunch of people that have been accrued from all across uh the inner sea you know, a couple of Genasi, um, tieflings. Uh, you, you'll even see uh, some that uh, over time probably have been uh, scarred or experimented on by Thean magics and things like mm -hmm. that, knowing that the Thean uh, lands touch the inner sea somewhere. Um, but I'm sure the Thans were very justified. <laughs> but uh as they all uh you know separate into the to the small ships you all are separated amongst the the three ships um 
and you notice that he quickly takes a small handful of coins and throws it into the water before he gets into the ship. Guessing as to who that tribute is to, I will throw one, two, three, four, five, six gold in as well. Okay. Okay. I think I know what's going on there. <laughs> uh, I will say uh, with your passive perception and your uh, passive religions, you did not see anything that would denote a, a devotion to said mm-hmm. Uh, sea queen, but you have to be devoted to show trivia. No, you no, don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Healthy respect, yep, and yep. Uh, didn't want to. Yeah. She's called the bitch queen for a reason. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and yeah, we love her. Uh, but you are all separated. Um, I believe. Yeah, two by two, into the ships, into the small Hands up uh, boats. Yeah. Uh, and make it upon the Sea Reaper. And uh, as you get upon board, it is a fairly nice ship. It's nothing lavish like Lascalars or even as worldly traversed as the um, Chained Mermaid. But in itself has some treasures and tokens uh, taken from the inner sea but you also see as you got closer to it there's a lot of battle damage on this thing uh and you hear whispers and murmurs uh you know if you ask about it of escaping dragon turtles you know uh other fights with other pirates and uh, escaping uh dragons yep and all sorts of sea creatures that dwell within the inner sea yep and you get the sense that Dragons are fairly common in the inner sea. Great. Great. But but Love also that. but also but we shouldn't be going anywhere near any of their territories or layers, so they Zaifu doesn't worse than that. Gods if I know. I would hope not, but Okay. Uh, I can honestly say I have never been Anywhere near that. In fact, I tend to stay away from it because, well, there is no movement. Yeah. yeah. It's like sailing through jello. Oh, sure. Yeah. Wow. It extends Which is not way. the same as wrestling in jello. No, that's very different. Mm hmm. It, no comment on that. The water thickens that far away from it? Yes. Oh. Yes. Hence the look I gave you when you said you wanted to go. I figured it was because of what's inside it. <laughs> Will we be able to walk on top of it? Mm. I don't think it makes it that viscous. When the last time we dealt with an abolith, I was able to move through it. You kind of see him like give you that look and like last time. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a badass in here. <laughs> All right. So I think we can move through it, but we can't walk on it. Oh. Can't go over it. Can't go under it. But we'll go through it. 
It's uh, we'll we'll get you close enough. There you go. <laughs> get you close enough. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Goblin Katie. When I had the vision and I saw the thing plummeting into the water, mm-hmm. that was Zyphon. Yes. Yes. Did I see an entrance as far as like which way it's facing? Closer to the shore or closer to the sea? Uh, when you were looking at it then, it was a night sky. Uh, that was when it first arrived on um, Toral. And at that point, it may have even still been a beer Toril. Um, okay. So and, chances are when it came up out of the water again, it changed position. Uh, possibly you also saw in or were described by those that saw the vision that plates when the energy beam came and hit Reth or at that time Brasune, uh, plates from the obel- uh, obelisk like came off of it and rotated around. So it's hard to tell if there is a traditional doorway. Okay, yeah. cool. But you also know that it crashed into the ocean and could be in pieces on the bottom of the floor, sea floor. Like they're, you're not even sure if it's still intact. Like you won't yeah. really know anything until you get your eyes on it. Got it. Okay. Um, there was a vision that you saw where uh, an entity was speaking to another and said that um, once they have everything, they would be able to repair said ship. Yep. So you're unsure if that what what in exactly that entails. Maybe it was the Cerulean. Uh, yeah, I think that was legend. actually uh, Brunschlager's when he was connected. Like when he delved deeper into the druid's mind, yeah. had yeah. heard that conversation. Yeah, uh, which was the eldest speaking to someone else. Um. Uh, but yeah, what were it, the two? Uh, do do over the telepathic bond. Does anyone remember there were two entities that walked out of a room? One was a. I want to say one was a Yonti. Uh we Does have some visions at this point. There were, there were, the dream we had last night, I want to say it was, there were two figures in a room. I just remember the, the giant centaur. It was huge. It was punching a Tarask in the face and throwing javelins the size of a building. That sounds made up. I know it sounds <laughs> made up. It was, I'm it was magnificent. You didn't see it, Broomslogger? No. Yes, you did. I was occupied with the things going down below. Mm. Mm. Fair. I'm saying that owl was super cute. Anyways, so we um we need to sit down with the captain and find out what he knows. Uh, uh if, if you'll uh. Join me in my quarters. We can just uh, finish discussions. Um, and, like, as uh, he'll start well, giving... Dying for every time you heard that, Seisha. All right. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, he'll, he'll give uh, commands and uh, we'll give um, the ship over to the helmsman and uh, his first mate. And we'll... Uh, and almost, it's, it's like, as you get on and, and anchor's pulled up, there's a, a little bit of like a banter of like, I'm sorry, Captain. You said we're going where? 
in what direction? And then the wind blows and starts pushing in that direction. <laughs> and he's like, the gods say we're going that way. And um, the light breeze becomes almost like a full gust uh, as soon as the uh, tarpaulin sails are put up and they fill completely as you feel like the ship almost lurch forward. Yep. What? Uh, and over, over the bond. Play that cat wampum. My third arm catches Petunia as she goes to call. Yeah, that's my 23 deck save. That's what happens. Amazing. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, and Karina, as you're uh, as you're going into the the captain's quarters, you just hear a, <laughs> and you see, and there's a a raven just chilling. Not is, Simone. Is it Simone nope, or Simone. just a raven? A raven. So just, just, it's just. Speak with animals. What is it, girl? Uh, there is just, you just get this, she is with you. That's comforting. Thank you. And that's it. Kriya's <laughs> like ominous, creepy. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Okay. Bye. You see the captain kind of like eye the bird, yeah. kind of quizzically, and you instantly pick up like, that's not my bird, uh, or like, uh, kind of shrugs and just goes, all right, I guess I have a bird this now. Is not my beautiful raven. <laughs> uh, yeah, Samoan uh, so, so will flutter up next to you and kind of land on your shoulder as you're going into the quarters. Does Simone look jealous? I'm talking to another yeah. Like, <laughs> nuzzles real close. Yeah, like... <laughs> I've got uh, a thing going here. But you walk in and you see, uh, instead of, like, a bed, there's this whole, like, for lack of a better word, like a harem nook, where it's just a floor of pillows... Um, and you can see there's a couple of, uh, hammocks of very fine cloths kind of hanging around here. And you can see that there's, uh, storage areas that are kind of locked away. Um, yeah. And, uh, there's, um, a couple of like very ornate, you want to say like lamp post, like, but they have there's these like two, they have these vases uh, and there's these tubes coming off of them and a small smoke kind of billowing from the top. Um, yep. Oh, uh, and, and those Karina. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Look over, Karina's just trail rashing. Simone, Simone being jealous is just like, no, love me, I brought you this, eat it. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Oh, I, I, was, I was I was, just saying those two, and I point to the, I'm guessing it's a hookah? It is yes. a hookah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about okay. it? Are you wanting to try it? No, 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 I was I was just saying those, I've, I've tried them. Mm. You, you asked earlier. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Karina's like, this poor, sweet summer child, I will give her an acid trip later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh. um, This is nice. It it is not bad. Anyway, so you're headed into the sea and heading towards... The worst. He like one of. In in the context of, of what we're aiming to prevent, it, 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 I would I would I would wager to say it's probably the worst. Oh, I would say it's the best. This is our chance. Okay, well, okay, <laughs> we can do this. We've got this. But you asked about the that which. G- the creatures that yes. surround it. First and foremost is the Kuatopa. They are native to the inner sea. From what we understand or understood is they, there was a tribe once that once the obelisk first appeared that tribe then became theirs. Well, the biggest thing about Kuatoa is be careful about getting too close. I'm not sure if it's because they're just fucking weird or imbued by some unnatural divine power, but they can see anything that approaches them within a certain distance. It seems like around 30 feet or so, but could be more. I've seen people protected through magic of invisibility be pursued and even heard tales of them chasing ghostly spirits on the ethereal plane. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Do you do you happen to know if they're seeing into different planes or is this just No idea. Alright. Uh, I'm fairly certain though that they're not seeing through uh, they can't see through illusions, I don't believe, but there's just something that that about them that they just, they fucking know you're there. Got it. Okay. And That's good to know. Thank you. There's no, there's no, it doesn't matter how fucking sneaky you are, you can't sneak up on them. Okay. I am not the sneakiest, so. But that's, you're kind of looking, well-traveled individuals. Uh, have you ever heard of the goddess blip dul pulup can I roll for that? Uh, I you he have continues. Not. I, I yeah, without even okay. missing, I can already tell you, you, you have not. Okay. I know for a fact you have not <laughs> because Sasha has never been to that specific part of the Underdark. Because he made it up. Uh, but he continues. Well, if you have or haven't, the Kuatoa typically worship her, and the stories say she only exists because Kuatoa worship her. That's it's, right. Their belief gives her substance. And uh, and Orkira's like, uh-huh, yep, yep. They, they think hard enough and they exist. Uh, and he'll continue. It's hard to say which came first, the chicken or the egg. Some say she created Kuatoa. Others say she was created by them, finding a broken statue of Umberly, adorning her with the rem- remains of sea creatures, and then worshipping me enough that it literally created a god. 
I don't know which I believe because they're fucking weird enough and the sea is weird enough that, I mean, fucking anything's possible. So sure. I would be wary of anything they worship. No. Uh, they worship things quickly, right? They choose to worship things rather quickly. Say what? They choose to worship things kind of quick, though, right? Like, they just kind of latch onto a god and boom, that's it? That's their god now? From what I understand, but... It's basically whatever controls them or whatever, they seem... To see it as the most powerful entity and their Makes sense. utter and complete devotion uh, makes it true. Their belief gives substance. At least that's what some people believe. Sounds legitimate to me. Like I said, they're just fucking weird and weird shit happens around them. C's fucking weird. Welcome to it. <laughs> yeah. You can tell, uh, you can pick up through insight that he doesn't know which one to believe, and it could just be the weirdness of the Sea of Fallen Stars. Sure. So, Welcome to the inner sea. Uh, yeah. Great. Uh, next is, well, the sea spawn. Not sure where they come from or how they're made. Stories say they were created by the Spell Plague and came from Wrath when it was known as Brasune. Others say they were cursed by one of the gods as a finger from the heavens changed them. Either way, seems to they seem to attack Wrath a lot. I believe the tale of the curse based on the hardships and mutations those people have faced. Umberly can be a bitch if you don't pay tribute and... So it's possible that she cursed a couple peoples, a couple people, but like I said, we've all seen what that town has been through. So that's usually where I—that's typically where I, I'm leaning. But they're basically the uh, the the foot soldiers, so to speak. Yes. Um. What uh, I would refer to as cannon fodder. Mm. Minions. So we know on an out of play level, though, that uh, those are people. Those are people. That yes, hundred percent. Yeah, like you know yeah. that those are the people of Wrath Persune that were changed when the <clears throat> uh, cer I certain uh, certain day laser beam hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They yeah. spawn green as people. Yeah, I got you. Welcome uh, to Earth. <laughs> but, and then lastly, as, as for the three-eyed, pale squid fucks, I haven't seen many of them, but I've heard tales that they're created by the touch of the slime lords. I don't worship them, nor do I want to even see one. And may the gods have mercy on any who seek them out, as he looks at all of you. Mercy would be nice. And that's not, and again, I'm not referring to the full-size ones, but the smaller humanoid-like ones. Right. The three-eyed humanoids. Yep. That's pretty much what you're going to encounter, aside from, I mean, normal denizens of 
the inner sea, though I... Is there a lot of wildlife near Zaifu? I don't, I, I don't know, but my guess is going to be no. Right. That the I'm, thickness I'm of the waters there yeah. is going to be twisted and corrupted. It's, it's, you're most likely not going to find sharks or right. other sea denizens, not even like marrow or sahagwin or anything like that. You're going to find, again, it's, It's hard to say. I've do never been in the waters, and I don't plan to ever go in the waters. Does does your ship ever get attacked by these creatures? If we get close enough, okay. it's 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 happened. I'm not. I won't so it's say safe no. to assume that we'll probably have some company quickly upon arrival. Under normal circumstances, yes. However, I would say that we are not currently under normal circumstances. I would agree with that, Captain. Yeah. Thank you. How can how can we repay you? For Give this? me all your gold. Okay. No. I hand him fourteen gold. <laughs> you hand him fourteen gold. Yep. Uh, he'll take it, but you can tell that he was just bullshitting you. But he'll, but he'll one hundred percent be like, "All right, cool, thanks." You know, I'll give it to him. <laughs> Is that all you had left? Yes. Well, no, wait. I've got, I've got one silver, nine electrum, and five copper. Hey, okay, nice. you said gold, and yeah, you gave it, away all your I gold. I love it. I love it. He, he laughs, and he was like, "Call it. We're done." That sounds great. I'm probably just gonna throw it to fucking tribute to Umberly anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're all right, Valispard. You're all right. Thank you. If you ever happen to find yourselves on the Sword Coast, we. God damn it! If I do, I if I if I do, then oh, it's not good. And let's hope you don't have to hear from me. Okay. Well, you could meet my sweetie if you come. How about you bring her to this side of town? I'll see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. It, it, come visit the Forgotten Realms and don't worry too much about the Remembered Realms. Fair. Fair. I've never... This is actually the furthest inland I've ever been. Yeah, most people. It's really neat. I like it. Except for, you know, the tentacles and stuff. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I prefer dealing with dragons, not gonna lie. We've met a couple. They're yeah, really you neat. Definitely, so. definitely see uh, Orkira shifting uneasy at the mention of dragons. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Anything else? Um, any other questions? Anything else? Where would we be most uh, out of your way? Honestly, in here. We'll let you know when... Sounds good to me. They'll let us know when we're close. Thank you, Captain. Thank you. Did I have a choice? I mean, you you did. You know what? We wouldn't have forced you. This will work out for everybody. Yeah. I've learned a long time ago to... Not turn my back on fate or luck. That is a good call. 
Mm-hmm. As luck would have it, it's why I have this ship. <laughs> oh, how sweet! She's a good ship. That she is. She has character. I like her. That she does. She's been through the hells and back. Not literally, oh. but figuratively. You all seem to stay pretty busy. But I have some orders to belay, and uh, with that, I leave you uh, to your own discussions. Thank you, Captain. And as he goes up, I know where everything is in this office, and I'll know if it's missing. And he'll shut the door behind what? him. <laughs> he doesn't doesn't even stop for a response, just says Insight. it. Insight. Does he know where everything is? Yes. Yeah. Yes, what does. an incredible exiting line. <laughs> Said specifically because of Harold. <laughs> uh, speaking of... I love that the bard got called out and not the thief or the uh, rogue. Uh, Harold, roll a d100. Oh. What do I do? Getting, too, getting too handsy. Uh, a three. Ooh. Okay. Neat. Um, all of a sudden, uh, you notice that the tendril that is attached to your back, hidden underneath your cloak at most times, is not slapping you in the face or pestering Petunia. In fact, the next time you see it, wrapped in its inky tendril, is a quill. At first, you think it's Petunia's as it shimmers with a little bit of gold and then changes color again and again and again as it shifts in the light and you notice that it looks to be like the feather of a griffin but imbued with some arcane magic. Is... Can I ar- run an ar- roll an arcana check to know what this is? or? Uh, just your passive would instantly know this is just like a trinket that has been imbued to be kind of like lavish and um, just very, very fancy. Um, nice. Does this, did you Can take something without realizing this it? or just Harold? Oh, uh, you all see this, but um, it, yeah, because it, it's Harold kind of back. like in front of him right now. Almost like a, a, a cat and a toy. Harold, put it back. Put it back. Put what back? The, my, that's probably my his. probably made this. No, it's probably his. Oh, what? I think I would have noticed this earlier if I had... Did I notice this earlier when I first walked in? What's your passive uh, perception and or investigation? 17. 17? Yeah, you look back over at a desk and there's an empty quill uh, pen. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> you, you little bastard. <laughs> Start trying to wrestle it away from the arm, but the arm doesn't want to give it up. And I'm put it back, put it back. But I'm not putting it back. You're putting it back. And the arm sadly goes and puts it back in. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Harold. Yeah. Does this listen to you? Uh, I have mostly control over it. Mostly. Does it understand verbal? I don't know. Great. Looking, uh, looking at the tendril, if you do not behave, I will find out what I can break apart from bones. I want to remind you that I feel whatever happens to the arm. You will be fine. I don't think I would be. I'm not it certain is... you would be either if you did that. 
It is just an arm. It's my my new weird arm, and not the first new weird arm I've had. And clearly, you can grow a new one. Clearly. You know, more power to you. If you're able to do it, fantastic. If you aren't, I'm sorry. I think the worrying thing would be cutting it off with a spiked chain. That would be worrying. But a good challenge. I would rather you not. I'm going to go ahead and say don't do it. I am going to say I will defend myself. I don't want to. I think it's hilarious. Mostly. Is it? uh, I mean, come on. It is a little funny. It has slapped you how many times now? I wasn't keeping track. I didn't want to do that. Exactly. You'll trip my own arm. 54. Thank you. Thank you, Petunia. You're welcome. So my cheeks are a little raw. Harold. 55. Harold. Yeah. If someone else slapped you 55 times, how would you feel? I, uh, I wouldn't, I would be upset. Unfortunately, I'm the one slapping me. Stop hitting yourself, baby. I'm trying. Do we have, we have rope or glue? I have manacles. There's gotta be some sort of benefit. I mean, did you see how quick I took that quill? Yes, it's very good at getting all of us in trouble. Well, we aren't in trouble yet, and I plan for that. Harold, yet. look in your pockets and make sure it didn't sneak anything else into it. I don't think it did, and I have a shitload of pockets. But I'll check. I'm checking. Thank you. I don't, I don't assume it's stolen anything else. Uh, you find um, a <laughs> mundane piece of rubble that is the ruins from from Reth. <laughs> it stole a rock. Is it going to jail now? Going to arm jail. Why would is it go the... to arm jail? It's a tentacle. It would go to tentacle jail, wouldn't it? I'm putting oh, this wait. back in my pocket. I'm keeping the rock. It's a tentacle. This rock's going to save the world. You know the world rocks we were looking at that caused us to go into fugue states, right? Check for etching on that rock. I'd rather not. No, because if probably there's etching on idea. it, you probably shouldn't have it on you. Because if you cast something and that etching's on there, let me look at the rock when I'm not on their ship. Okay. I'm just saying. It's not like it's going to get tremendously worse than it is. (laughs) Why would you say that? You say these things. Why? I've said them before, and I was right. And then I've said them before, and it's heralded something much worse. We should call that heralding. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take my wyvern or my uh, bracer off and put it in my handy haversack in one of the like dimensional pockets of it, so that it doesn't get waterlogged and ruin the poison. Okay, sounds good. Um, is there anything else that you all are doing? Otherwise, for whatever reason, if you needed to, you can take a short rest. Um. Mm-hmm. I do want to go sit next to Brunschlager. Oh, that's right. You said you wanted to talk to Brunschlager. This is a perfect time to have that conversation. Hey. Hello. You doing okay? 
I was met with human gods. Not my god. I... I heard you uh, asking Helm about those. It... It sounded like they might be involved down here in helping us. Did, did I understand that right? And I couldn't spare a moment for any measure of reassurance, any moment of guidance. Yeah. It's fitting. Like <laughs> it's fitting, but I hate them for it. I, uh, I just wanted to, to check on you with what's in front of us. Um... I promised you my assistance, and you will have my assistance. It is appreciated, Zesha. Whether it's here or in the future. When I see him, it is important that no one else interferes. If, honestly, if you just say nobody get involved, no one will. Good. It's a good group. There's a lot of support and camaraderie here. And it's available to you if you want it. But I don't trust that hand of Harold's. <laughs> that man makes things die with a point of a finger. And now he has five more that he can sort of control. Yeah. I really don't like that we're going in here with that tentacle on him. But until Orkira has puzzled out whatever's running through her mind, we can't really have her uh, get rid of it. It's a, a more powerful spell it's going to require a degree of concentration that just reading her right now, I don't know she can muster. Mm -hmm. And if the ruin rocks that he has in his pockets because of that thing interfere with magic, it makes it all the more complicated. It makes it seem like less happenstance and more plan. Yep. And we will deal with that once we're off the ship. Grand. Because right now, it may not be a good idea to be fiddling with that, with these innocent lives on board. Well, innocent to this. We have to look out for everybody. At least we have to try to. And she kind of glances in Karina's direction. Karina just sees you looking and awkwardly is like... <laughs> You, um, what do you plan to do after this? Go home. I intend to go home. Where is home? Not here. Is it where I think it is? Where do you think it is? A land far, far away. Sure. A wild land. One might say. No. Okay. It is not wild. 
Well, I was just going to say, um, if you ever find yourself in our neck of the woods, you have an open invitation. I appreciate it, but... I have farmlands to attend to. Oh, I can see you on a farm. Wait. The song. What? Are you the farmer? The song you sung that that Ogma joined in on and the gods appeared. Are you the farmer? I used to grow wheat. I intend to grow wheat again. Well, if you need some place to winter, you should come to Waterdeep. That is other thing. You people have a thing called winter, and I hate it. <laughs> it's the worst, right? We didn't. Ha we don't have winter in my home. There's just rain. The armor gets so cold. So cold. I can't imagine how you survive head to toe like that. I haven't taken off this armor in so long. You don't understand. It is always here. Would, um... Before we part ways... Sure. not too much to ask. I would like to see your face. I am allowed to take off the armor once I kill him. All right. It just, you know, um... I, I just wanted to make sure you were okay and see how you were doing, because I knew when you mentioned your god's name, it wasn't a name I recognized, but judging by their reaction, I picked up on what it was, and I've done the following an empty call. So, it kind of hit a, uh, a button. What is your god of? Well, now I have two. What are they of? <laughs> Knowledge, truth, and the other is illusions and deceit. And mess. And, and how does that manifest for you? What do they give you for that? Strength. Feeling like I have something bigger than me that guides me. Feeling like I belong somewhere. And this is what truth gives you. This is what illusions give you. Yeah. It helps me understand my place in the world. I Bargriviak Bar is hobgoblin god of cooperation and unity. Interesting. And for years I have gotten silence. No prayer answered, no call heeded. Hmm. 
unity and cooperation. I finally talked to a god about where Bargriviak is, why Bargriviak is not here. And I am told that Bargriviak is just further down the road. Great unity, great cooperation. <laughs> I'm so happy. Well, uh, it's really shitty. I, I, I can't deny that. It's really shitty, and I'm sorry. It truly is. But we're here. We I know. United with us, and we are a cooperative conglomerate, if you will. So maybe. Your prayer wasn't answered directly, but it was answered. No. Because here's the line. I know you are here. I don't have to believe you are here. Okay. I see that. Okay. But is it possible that us being here was a manipulation? No, because a god told me that Bargriviak is further down the road, mm -hmm. meaning he hasn't been with me the entire time. I, okay, I took that differently. I know he is farther down. I know he is not here. Mm -hmm. Is he, is, okay, with, with him, is he a god that um, is... A, a direct um, answer, or is he a god that works in weird and kooky and underground and backhanded ways? No, Bagrivik is straightforward. Oh, you are lucky. Well, I guess, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not, no, no, no. Some, some gods in Goblinoid Pantheon are more devious, more cunning, but most are brutal, most are straightforward, most are animals, if we're going to be brutally honest. Mm -hmm. But about Grave Yak, he urges us to work together for something better. Yeah, I kind of like that. No, actually, I really like that. I don't think he would. <laughs> Bargriviak urges for us to work with only other hobgoblins and bugbears and goblins. Ah, okay. Well, in that case, I suppose teaming with teaming up with us is actually inadvertently a great middle finger to not being supported the way yes. you would hope. And further proof that it is none of this is his doing. I don't have faith, I have evidence. He is not here. That was what I was about to ask. Do you believe in faith? I believe I had fellows back home who had faith. I know he is real. I also know he is not here. What would it do for you if he was? Make me angrier, if we're honest. Well, then maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> I would have been less angry if he was here years ago. Well. Just 
say my name. Sure. And she'll kind of reach out and squeeze the gauntlet and shake it a little bit and then just kind of lean back and get cozy. So, Harold, what That's are... What 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 are what what are uh, that that thing? What are we going to do if it can be controlled once we get into uh, Zyku? Why is it everybody assumes anything attached to me it can be controlled by something else? Well, I don't think because it's necessarily that is a manifestation of being in that town, and being in that town causes people to have these manifestations, and they eventually can't control themselves. But well, what I'm that, thinking, and we've come across things where we haven't even had extra appendages and. Things have taken control over Harold. Yeah. I'm just, I'm worried about Harold being attacked by his own thought. Well, not taken. I mean, sure, we can we can run tests or whatever we want to do with it. I'm not worried about it. So long as we don't cause me pain, it's fine to get rid of it. It's not like I'm, like, wanting to keep it. It's just kind of there. Oh, okay. I thought you were, like, wanting it. No, I'm really just trying to keep an optimistic outlook considering the scope of everything else. That's a good plan. That's a good plan. Okay. I mean, realistically speaking, it's not like I want to keep this. It's kind of disconcerting, and it's not going to look good if I go back to Waterdeep. People want me to be to lead them, and I'm doing this. Yeah, I feel like people may not trust the tentacle. I don't trust the tentacle. I don't trust Tentacle either. I don't so either. look, the first thing Bruce Slugger and I both agreed on. We've agreed on more than just this. Yeah. I know, that's the joke. That was a great song. It was a great song. It's like one of my favorites. It's been stuck in my head since you sang it. Am I allowed to perform that song in Waterdeep? And as this silence holds for a while you hear a retort but a retort is not from a person but instead a horn um one that is not one of war but one of uh, a call to action as if to get everyone's attention on the ship and uh the, the there is a sudden stopping motion let me just make that deck save. I fall flat on my face. <laughs> Slam as you uh, go, uh, you fall onto a pillow, uh, but it slides all the way across the room as you uh, like tumble up against the wall uh, and then the door opens and the dark skinned man looks down upon you and chuckles okay. a little. We are here. And that's where we're going to take a break. Oh, shit. Great spot. Uh, Thank you all so much for joining us for the first half of making our way towards the... Towards Zyfu. So um, when uh, we come back, uh, we will uh, hopefully going into Dark Depths. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. See you hey, soon. Hey, we'll through. Okay. Yeah. That that was a lot. That was a lot to take in. So just just take a moment. 
center yourself, take a deep breath, and then we'll go on. Hello, and welcome back. Uh, <laughs> the BFGs woke up in wrath with a herald acquiring a new appendage. Uh, very helpful, um, making sure that his face is worn. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Uh, uh, as a ship arrived at the port, as they met Captain uh, Anton Maravaldi, Mar- mm-hmm. um, um, and uh, and we have a Lauren. Oh hi! <laughs> Life is complete. I'm sure I didn't miss anything. I'm sure everything's been just fine. Yeah, of what course. What was that about a tentacle? No, I don't worry about it. And um, as luck would have it. Wind carried the ship into port uh, ahead of schedule. And then as they started to head out after having a short conversation with the captain about what fates may have in store for them, uh, the wind changed and blew towards the direction they needed to head. And the captain being one that does not question the gods nor the fates they bring, cast a couple of coins into the ocean as they then headed forth uh, with favorable winds towards the still waters of the sea. And uh, I did after... throw in a coin for each of us as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. And after some uh, deliberation, or uh, some, some talks, especially between uh, Seisha and Brunschlager, uh, about religion and gods, uh, <clears throat> and uh, a bit, uh, we'll, we'll, the, uh, <clears throat> everything just kind of stops. The The ship ship slows. And Petunia went, (laughs) (laughs) I think this is is the moment that Orkira blinks and goes, oh, oh, hey, how'd we get on a ship? Uh, We kind of dragged you. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I had a... You okay? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I, I had... I made a small mistake. Everybody was talking to gods, and I thought, hey, I'm in a different realm of existence. Maybe here I can contact, and then, and then, no, that, that didn't work. And now I'm here. Did everybody have that weird dream about being someone else and getting yeah. a, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That, then that's, okay. Were, were all of you, like, a, a really talkative tabaxi? I was a goblin of indeterminate gender. Okay. I was a Thayan wizard. Harold, why? Normal little owl. Harold, why do you have a tentacle coming out of your back? That's a great question. Yeah, that's a bad answer. Come here, come here, come here, come here. And Orkira will come on over to where Harold is and start to examine the tentacle coming out of your back. <laughs> it does seem to be coming out of his back. It does not break through the. Uh, mithril chain that he has but it is underneath uh, his coat and it seems to like bulge out and on the back side the chain is lifted a little bit where the it, the, the tendril is sprouting from um, from him and uh, has ripped the shirt though that he wears underneath uh, and uh, it seems to have a mind of its own but doesn't because Harold seems to kind of have control over it as you inspect it, though, you do notice that Harold does feel everything that you're doing to it. 
Uh, yeah, or Kara will like uh, wait, oh, 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 ah, and grab it. Uh, ow, ow. Firm, firm enough to hold it, but not like claws digging in. Go, Did you cast a spell when we were in the no spell zone? Because the no spell zone means this happens. No, nah, this is a waking nightmare sort of deal. Ow. Oh. Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me try something. Um. Hold this, and I'll hand you your own tentacle, and then reach into my bag <laughs> and pull out the little bag of diamond dust. I don't have to Grab. hold it. It'll hold me. Yeah, okay, all right. I mean, let me ask. Do you want to get rid of it? Yeah, it's probably for the best. Okay, cool. And she's going to throw the diamond dust basically at the tentacle, which if it's slapped against your face, basically you just get covered in diamond <laughs> dust from the waist <laughs> up. And then she'll grab the tentacle again as all the diamond dust lands and go, eh, no one should be forced to have an appendage that they didn't ask for. And I'm going to cast Greater Restoration and see if that works. Yeah. Uh, and as you, you grab it and say this, uh, there's a little bit of like a, a tussle uh, before it begins to just wither and decay and then eventually just crumble into the last thing it does it looks like it's reaching out towards you and just boops you right on the end of the nose and then <sighs> dusts yeah, away why did it boop my snoot i guess because it was still my arm oh okay do you feel um, weird i oh, think it's depressing yeah. <laughs> uh uh harold there is a it, this is very short-lived uh because you only had it for a couple of hours, but there is a little sense of phantom limb. All right. <laughs> uh, phantom tentacle. I, I'm going to examine the area where it was, uh, where it had grown from. Do I notice anything that shouldn't be there? No, it it doesn't even look like there's a scar. It's just perfect. Yep. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad that worked, and I'll cast mending on your shirt as I kind of tuck everything back in and go. Um, sorry that took so long. I was busy uh, trying it's to okay. do something. It was fine. The worst, the worst thing about it is my cheeks are a little red. That's about it. It was funny, honestly. Yeah. Oh. We had fun with it. Mm. I mean, okay, that, I won't try to heal your cheeks, but that's all fixed. Uh, and once again, um, mm -hmm. after making the announcement uh, and then going back outside, returns. Uh, <laughs> we have arrived. Did you? Right, yeah not hear the bell anyways we're here we were dealing with the tentacle it hi uh, I, I don't think we've met that's not I, the tentacle or kira right I, you were introduced uh, quiet though oh yeah i um my mind was elsewhere uh, for a little bit sorry about that i didn't mean to be rude uh no rudeness taken uh, it's been a it's been a day all right we're here where you need to go Please get, get off, off my, my shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh my god, that's that's that was amazing. <laughs> that's very fair. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I didn't even think. That. You too. <laughs> One day. Oh my god. Oh. Okay. I love you, Dustin. I love you too. <laughs> that was magical. All right, uh, Harold will stand up and kind of like shake off the fact that he doesn't have an arm he will flinch as though he's expecting a slap and then kind of 
All oh, right, yeah, that's gone. That's nice. uh, Thank you. And, oh, uh, and for uh, Lauren, uh, which completely forgot to fill you in uh, on break when you came here, but uh, you are currently under the effects of a Hero's Feast. Uh, you have a maximum HP increase of 20. All of that has already been added to your character sheet. Uh, uh, the only thing uh, that is not there is you have advantage on wisdom saves that just keep in mind. You're also uh, uh, under the effects of freedom of movement and find the path, and you have an inspiration point. So that, I've never been inspired before. Yep. So what am uh, I supposed to do with this inspiration? I'm so inspired. <laughs> uh, this is this is after luck. I couldn't contact my god because they're dead because I made a mistake. But like I'm so inspired. <laughs> uh, yep. Call it luck. You yep. have one one free reroll. Yep. Honestly, I don't think Orkira's has ever been had inspiration before. Uh, <laughs> Aww. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Um. But as you are uh, brought out on deck and everyone is gathered and it almost seems kind of like awake. Um, not not in the sense that they think you're going to die, but kind of like a, this is probably the last time we're going to see you. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, definitely see like, there's a couple like bets being made. <laughs> like, do they think, we think they're going to make it? No, definitely not. All right, I'll wait you 10 gold on that. All right, you got it. And, first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and instead of oh the purple fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple of bets are uh, betting against those with the, the heavy armor like oh they're going to sink and drown um, and uh, you look out over a sea of waters and the last things that you want to do before um, you and you're not brought to a plank, but there is one of those small dinghies that looks like it'll barely fit all of you. Is there a reason we're getting in the dinghy? Because uh, we have to row out to the still water. Yeah, right now you guys are on the, the edge of the still water. The still water expands for a, a ways, and it's kind of up to you if you just want to dump in, jump in the water here. Or if you want to go further in. No, we should uh, definitely get our water breathing on real quick, if that's cool with you, Karina. That, that, that needs to happen prior to anything, in case we get sucked under the water when we don't expect it. Mm -hmm. I might be able to get a rowboat out of my coat. A rowboat out of your coat? Maybe. A coat rowboat? Potentially. That's fun to say. Row coat? A row coat. Row coat. Yeah. Coat boat. You, why not pull one Wait, out? What? I bought this thing a little while back. It's what a, it? a robe of useful item, but oh, it's. I don't know if I'm gonna pull I mean, out what I need. Got a dinghy. We we're good. Dinghy. I don't know. I didn't want to take a dinghy from our captain, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> with with this conversation, or is this internal or external? Uh, uh, probably external, because okay. it's yes. You see the captain kind of shaking his head like, yeah, that would be really nice. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, uh, yeah, that was that's for going to shore. <laughs> is, that a, is that a dinghy in your coat? Are you happy to see me? <laughs> yeah. Get your hands off How my dinghy. You see a couple of more hands uh, trade some bets. <laughs> As uh, Orkira and Seisha, you see the lips say, like, I bet she's not going to... No, there's no way she's going to pull a, roll, a ship you, out of that You coat. say you're pulling something, you roll a d100. Is that what that is? Oh, it is a d100. Yeah. Huh? Watch me get a dog. 
<laughs> oh no, I mean, that would be it's two. Oh, I don't think I get a dog, but I definitely don't get a boat. Let's see what we get. You rolled a nine. A silver coffer. We're 500 GP. <laughs> she pulled a silver coffer. It's one foot long, six inches wide, six inches deep. And it's worth 500 gold. <laughs> <laughs> no, that. What the fuck? Uh, and you, you see bets being exchanged. Damn, she didn't pull a diggy yeah, out. There so, we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone's very, like, vehemently arguing. Like, no, 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 that can be a dinghy for something. They just got to shrink down. <laughs> 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 what do we do with this now? We sell that later, is what we do with that. Well, where do I put it? Here and I opened a handy haversack. Okay. <laughs> wow, that pays for the robe. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I'll turn to the captain, and I will say, hey, "Look, man. Here, and I'll give him ten gold." I'm like, "Will that cover the boat?" You know what? You already gave me fourteen. All right. Well, here's five anyway, because I, 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 fuck it. He, I'm probably, he, not, you know, he'll if take I don't it. make it, that's going to be worth nothing. <laughs> I mean, I, I, if you want to keep pulling random items out of a robe, I'm not going to say no. It's actually kind of entertaining. I mean, the crew seems to be. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever tried it. It's really neat. I just, I, I, you know, it's. <laughs> And, and I, like I all the crew's like, one more pull, one more pull, one more pull. <laughs> you gonna pull another one? Fucking why not? We got so many more episodes in this season. The whole crowd goes, yeah. <laughs> Did you really? Did you it, it's not the same thing. No, it's but not. It's, but <laughs> that's a bag of one hundred gold. <laughs> He's so lucky she just keeps pulling money. I know! <laughs> Timora's just like, here! Yeah, all of the coins have Timora's face on them. Uh, one of the crew comes up to the captain and tries to whisper something, but obviously uh, those with more keen ears can hear and says, uh, Sir, if, if fate brought us to them, is it really smart of us to continue denying the goal that they keep acquiring? I, I really think this is the fate saying that this is the money we're owed uh, for the service. How many crew members are here? Uh, there's there's probably a total of minimum at least 20. Yeah. Okay, she will she will hand out, because they're special Tamora coins, she will hand out one to every crew member, so that'll be minus, that'll be minus 20. <laughs> Love it. And plus, and, and the captain looks at him and goes, "I, I, I see. I, 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 <laughs> all right, yeah. The fates, the fates have bestowed upon us one more pull." <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, all right. I guess I, let's 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 stop pulling from the coat. Let's. Coke's done. Uh, maybe the problem was maybe we needed to be in the water so that Coke thought about giving you. <laughs> I don't want to make an out-of-play note. The coat can pull two live dogs out of it. Let's not do it in the boat. It can, it can also pull a horse with saddlebags. A whole horse. I can pull a whole, a whole horse. horse. And then we'll have a seahorse. Oh, my God. Are you telling me this 
is a magic item that makes pets. Uh, oh God. Limited fashion, I suppose. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Before Sasha gets all googly-eyed, how long does anything that you pulled from the coat last? I think forever. It doesn't go away. Okay, it's good. Forever. Because you okay, know, when we get home, I need a dog. Okay, well, I, I think I can I can pull out two at a time. I think. <laughs> that's Sorry. good because then they can be. I can pull out two at a time. <laughs> I I have so many questions. Starting with, does it create the dogs or take the dogs from somewhere? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because if it just creates the dogs, are the dogs aware that they started existing at this point right now? <laughs> It does. It says two mastiffs. It doesn't say at what age. <gasps> mastiffs are big and snuggly. <laughs> it doesn't specify. But it doesn't specify puppies. It specifies dogs. Katie, are you gonna be okay? <laughs> and dogs are not your mother. But not these dogs. It's 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 sorry. dogs that are uh, like have the stat blocks of dogs in this in D and D. So like these would essentially be at least like adult dogs. That are just made. Are they aware that even though they are adults, they have they have a current life counter of like a minute by the time you talk to them? Uh, Captain, like, I believe this, so is, uh, this. <laughs> this is this is too much existential crisis for, for us. I do sorry. not want to listen to the existential crisis of a dog being birthed from nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not birthed. It has no parents. It just is. But are they self-aware? Like, do they? Guys, we have to save the world. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Okay. World I'm first dogs later. Coat. I need to pull Adderall out of this coat is what I need. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can only pull a licensed therapist though. Oh, but they're they're like having trouble stocking them in magical clothes from what I understand. Uh, <laughs> uh, you see one of the crew members lean over. We're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love those guys again. Oh, I love Dandy. Oh, no. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's go anyway now. It's only been forever. Uh, oh my god. Okay. I'll ungracefully get into the dinghy. Errol is already in the dinghy. Uh, Korea, you cast in water breathing. Yeah. All right. Get that marked off. Yep. Okay. Pretty sure that lasts a while. It's like 24 hours or something like that. Yeah, it does. Uh, it is a ritual spell, so I believe. Yep. So you don't have to mark it off as a spell slot. You can yeah, use I just a... had to pull it up to confirm the time. Yeah. Yep. There's yep. ten willing creatures. They breathe until the spell ends. Twenty-four hours. Yep. Takes so an action. Karina is gonna. She's gonna be like, just, just give me a minute, and she's gonna quickly whittle those little like old Disney movie reed like <laughs> straws, uh, as that's one of my components, and just whittle those for everybody. Hand them to you, and you can now water breathe for twenty-four hours. Oh, so thank you. Put it in my mouth and... No, just hold on to it. I mean, you could put it in your mouth. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> just taste like taste. bamboo. Yeah, like bamboo. Harold, you have an extra hand. Hold it in Not the anymore. extra hand. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, oh, 
Yeah. My bad there. No, it's fine. Yep. That's okay. I, I aim to be so quick that you didn't even notice me. Yeah, it never happened. But. Yep, it, that's why they call her No More Kira. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Out no, of I like being here. Yes, more Kira. No, no. no. More Kira. More Kira. More Kira, yes. Uh, Brunschlitter takes the, takes the offering and uh, puts it somewhere underneath the helmet. Uh, Orgair's gonna take it and tuck it into her uh, her top, the, the cloth top that she has, and then reach into the bag one more time and pull out her book and go, well, time to find out if this is waterproof. And she'll close the bag and just hold on to her holy symbol. Mm -hmm. Because she needs to have that ac access that, and if she opens up the, the bag underwater, that could be bad. It might be a... Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, a few, few, few extra-dimensional space full of water. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing in an extra-dimensional space, but I'd rather not have to... You know, I just had a whole bunch of questions about the interactions between inter an extra-dimensional space, but we've already had an existential crisis today, so I'm not going to ask. <laughs> Uh, and uh, with that, what do y'all do? Y'all, you can now breathe underwater. You already have freedom of movement, so you can already move freely in the water. Are you jumping in? Are you getting in the dinghy? What are we doing? I think we should dinghy as far as we can dinghy before we... I'm getting in that dinghy. Okay. I'll take up an overwatch position and fly over the dinghy, both to keep an eye out, but also because dinghies are usually small and Orkira is not. Yes. Very carefully stepping onto the dinghy so I don't crash it. Uh, I'm going to turn to the captain. Thank you. You know... Uh, we should be good from here. Appreciate your help. <clears throat> it has been entertaining, if nothing else. That's fair. And again, if any of y'all are ever in Wanderdeep, come to the Spirits of Troll Skull. Duly noted. I hope I don't ever see you there. No offense. None taken. Hopefully me and Gary all can come see you out here. Captain. And I will go to the dinghy. Okay. Um, who is taking up the rowing duty? Ain't me. I'll row. Thank you, Sasha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Give me an athletics check. Okay. Minus two. Oh, God. I should not be using this guy. Because I have my contacts in. I can't read it. That's 10 plus 12. 12? Okay. okay. Yeah. You start a rowing, and uh, you're... Heading away, and you kind of just see um, just one final glance as the crew bids you farewell, and uh, kind of just they all just kind of like shake their heads and chuckle to themselves as uh, they turn away. And uh, good luck storming the monolith. You think they're gonna make it? It'll take a miracle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the gods wanted them here, so here they are, and uh, and uh, you start to row out. Um, and it, it's a little slow going because eventually it's like rowing through molasses. And I'm going to need one more athletics check from you. 
This one will be a little bit more difficult. Uh, actually, this one will be at disadvantage because it is it's, very difficult. I'm assuming there's like rope in the dinghy. Can someone attach the rope to the dinghy and Orkira can try to help by flying and pulling along? Uh, sure, yeah, absolutely. So just roll regular instead of with disadvantage. How heavy is this? Uh, a dinghy? Uh, I mean, with everyone in it. Well, if Pretty we got damn. 600 crows. <laughs> if 600 uh, crows fly from Waterdeep on a train to, no. Well, you missed the discussion about how much a crow can carry earlier. Yep. Oh. Um, but it, it's pretty heavy with uh, Seisha and Brunslager already adding, I think it's around 80 pounds. Uh, to their body uh, with the full plates um, and everybody being, and then Orkira being a, a hefty dragonborn with wings and a tail. Nah, would, you I am, would you say I, it's below a uh, thousand pounds? Uh, probably. Probably, yes. And I know, Orkira, you're flying above. So um, I, I did roll a 19. Okay, you got a 19. I'm, uh, sounds good. I'm curious as to what Petunia is doing. Yeah. Telekinesis. No, save your spells. Okay. We're going to need them in there. Uh, okay. We'll say that Petunia is uh, thinking of that to see if Seisha needs the help. If she's struggling, yeah. yeah. She's like, hmm, do you see that? struggling. One of you guys can take the other or. Yeah, but I'm not strong. <laughs> I'm uh, doing what I can. And, <laughs> and with the help of Orkira flying, uh, it's Seisha disheartedly rowing by herself. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Bruce uh, Lager, patently ignoring it, just looking forward, arms crossed. <laughs> like George Washington at the hel the helm of the boat, just arms crossed, one foot on the on the bow. Um, yes. The you notice the water gets thicker and thicker and thicker. And Orkira, you're the only one that, that notices this. And I know other people have really good vision, but it's your vantage point that notices this. There is a massive shadow that is lurking in the waters, trailing around, that seems almost like teardrop in shape, and there are tendrils floating behind it. And it's moving, it's following us, it's, it is mobile? Uh, or is it uh, the, the shard that's been taken over by the Aboleth? Um, it is, it is not fought, like, it is the area, like, it's where you are. Like, you're, okay. you're hovering in this, like, mo like, viscous, jelly-like ocean that you're currently rowing in, or lake, or what, whatever you want to call it, inner sea. Uh, it is just, it, that area, uh, that it is is like that that you're rowing in is this just massive shadowed shape with the tendrils behind it and do we all have find the path or is it just everybody yeah, yeah everybody okay. am i getting a tingle saying i'm supposed to go in a specific oh, direction absolutely everything so far has been leading you to towards this um and taking the dinghy made it easier to go across the surface instead of through the waters even though you have freedom of movement um, but this let you see more so the area that it is circling. It's kind of like 
where find a path stops on the surface, if that makes sense. The the y-axis goes to zero. Yep. No, no, not the y-axis. The x-axis goes to zero. The y-axis still has lots of uh, numbers on it. Yep. Okay. I guess I, I just wasn't picturing the thing we were going after being mobile, but... Uh, you can, you right. can assess things if you have means to do so. Uh, I'll ask one more question and then see if you'll let me assess things with a perception check. Um, or Kira knows what a nautiloid is. Does this look like a nautiloid? It, uh, if it was a nautiloid, it would be flying backwards. Um, okay. Uh, so it's shaped. Yeah, it's, de- it's very, it's very abolish shaped. Yeah. But okay. like gargantuan abolish shaped, like nautilid size abolish shape. We're okay. gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah, I'll stop pulling and start to fly back to the boat, but yeah, can I take like a really close look at what it's circling? Sadly, it's not a perception check. It is oh. an investigation. Well, ooh. You know what? I'll try it just for the heck of it because Orkira would. Mm-hmm. 15. It's not bad. 15? Wait, Petunia also make an investigation check. Well, I figure I'm oh, arriving as a... You're yeah, up in the, you're up up, the air. You're, you're sky high. And I, I, like, as soon as I get whatever I'm going to get from that, I will land and walk. Yeah, I, I'd say that a 15 actually succeeds, and you can tell that this is an illusion of some sort. Uh, it is a regional effect of just oh. the proximity of this. It's 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 layer. It, in a, in a mm. sense, like Zaifu is a layer. Yeah. Okay. And you also have learned through visual aids and visions and things like that that Zaifu and the thing that is known as the eldest are one in the same. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll fly on back and like perch on the side and give all of you all of that information and then say, I wasn't expecting to have to chase Zaifu down. Uh, but yeah, it's it's right there. Oh. Okay. Well, my guess is that that's not, that image is probably not real and that the building is where it is. Where, where we all kind of think we need to go. Yeah. And uh, you just get that pull of the only way forward is down. down. Mm. I set the oars in the boat. Okay. Stand up and just walk off the boat and sink. (laughs) Well, I I, I guess we're going. Okay. I will follow Seisha. I'll, I'll do a little swan dive. I'll do a little dragon dive into the water. Okay, uh, Seisha steps off, or Kira follows, diving in after. What are the rest of you doing? Petunia will uh, try to like, like get up on the edge of the bow to like, like sort of gracefully dip in, but then her foot will catch on like the edge, and she'll just body slam, <laughs> like belly flop right into it. I will her- scramble in after her to try to help her. And then just sees that viscous. She's like, she like slowly. Karina <laughs> 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 sees that and is like, fuck shit. 
She jumps <laughs> off the boat and uh, wild shapes to a giant octopus and Wait. uses one tentacle to grab Petunia, one to grab Harold, reaches down to grab Orkira and Seisha, and then just holds one tentacle out for Brunschlager to be like, hmm? Do, do we not care about the boats? Okay. It won't over the thing. The boat's not going to go anywhere. The water's not moving. Great. Uh, Brunschlager just uh, nonchalantly just walks off the boat. I'm going to catch you. Yep. Uh, and, uh, don't trust us not floating separately or getting separated down here. Genuinely legit. Yeah. 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 Uh, no plan. Yep. Karina uh, is just group hugging her party as an octopus all the way down. Absolutely you do. But you you all have a swim speed equal to your walking speed because of freedom of movement. Mm-hmm. So you are not hindered by water at all. The viscousy liquid doesn't really impede you. Other than for the lulls of Petunia sinking slowly. I have a swim speed of 60 feet, so as long as I'm holding y'all. You got 60. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, You still feel the thickness of the water with uh, three seas. Um, But it does not impede your movement. And as you sink deeper and deeper and deeper, uh, because of the ritualistic casting of water breathing, you do not even feel the effects of water pressure. You don't feel... Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, your, your ears don't have that tightening or pop or anything like that. You are adjusted yep. for water. The only thing that is really impeding is the darkness as you sink further and further and further as light begins to betray you and leave you alone harold you're the only one that can truly see further than anyone else despite the godlike vision of some of your friends (laughs) Um, open my third eye just for now you know okay good yeah open that third eye dark vision Third um, eye in the Abolith's quarters. Sounds good. Um, but Harold, you're the first to see it as there's a faint light that glows from beneath you. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I see a light. Are, are we in a tunnel? Do we need to avoid it? <laughs> no, we're not in a tunnel. We're just sinking still, and it's way down there. We're heading the right direction. Maybe slightly right, Karina. <laughs> uh, we, I'm actually trying? going to since I have underwater camouflage as we make our way to it I'd like to make a uh, stealth check to move towards it like cuttlefish yeah just using all arms to hide the party behind my head <laughs> um, okay, okay. Uh, something as you get further in the dark depths of this inner sea, you come across an unnerving sight as you begin to sink. Illuminated from the ethereal, otherworldly glow it creates and from the surrounding bioluminescent creatures that call its death home. However, you quickly notice they are few and those creatures are few and far between. And most of them, you are unsure if these creatures are natural or if they're horrific de- uh, 
Depictions are mutations of the water that most creatures seem to avoid. In real world, like viper eels and things like that. Um, the ship's surface is a twisted amalgamation of glistening black metal and grotesque, sinuous appendages. Mm. Jagged biomechanical protrusions jut out from its core, resembling skeletal fingers reaching towards the abyss. And these appendages appear both delicate and deadly, covered in a slick, oily substance that clings to the ship's hull, further adding to the eerie ambiance. The obelisk itself is massive. Runs through the ocean floor like a foreboding monolith. Its surface is marred with intricate patterns of grotesque alien glyphs that seem to writhe and shift as if they were alive. These markings pulse with an otherworldly luminescence, casting an eerie bioluminescent glow that pierces through the thick, syrupy water. The ship's form is <clears throat> elongated with a pointed apex that cuts through the water like a sinister blade. Dark, undulating membranes stretch between the mechanical limbs, resembling the wings of some grotesque sea creature frozen in a macabre dance. These membranous appendages ripple with an unsettling rhythmic motion, as if mm. the ship itself were still alive, even in its sunken slumber. The water surrounding the ship seems to defy the laws of physics as if it were transformed into a viscous, oily ooze. It clings to the ship's surface, disorienting the reflections of distant bioluminescent sea creatures and creating a disorienting sense of unreality. The thick, syrupy water seems to have a life of its own, pulsating and throbbing in time with the ship's strange, unearthly rhythms. And surrounding the oceanic floor is a group of towering seaweeds, mutated coral that seems resembles more like stretched flesh membranes with holes than the spiny stone-like texture it should as well as the graveyard of ancient ships and ruins that most likely found this abyss to be their home long before the monolith sunk and settled here. The light down here at its depth is absent in nearly every direction, and if it weren't for the bioluminescent flora and fauna mixed with the faint glow from the ship itself, it would be completely blinding in its darkness. You see movement up ahead, but it's hard to make out any of the details of what awaits you without taking time to assess the surroundings. And Karina, what is your stealth? Let me roll that. Gonna roll with advantage, so thank God with advantage. 17. 17? Okay. You seem to be unspotted at this time, but remember the, the warnings, the... The pirate oh, yeah. captain gave you that if you gain too close to the Kuatoa specifically, they might still be able to see you even if you are under uh, the protections of invisibility or even traversing the ethereal plane. But I'm not. I just have uh, underwater camouflage. Yep, I know. Okay. They just seem to know where creatures are for some reason if you get too close. What is everyone doing? I'm trying to telepathically direct people where to go. Okay. Um, how far away are we from the ship or the the point that we're being pulled towards the entrance of the ship? 
I'd say uh, just under maybe 200 feet. And out of curiosity, is this ship, since we've had visions about it and now we can kind of see it, is it more than a thousand feet from end to end? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> yes, it is. I'll wait until we get a little bit closer then. Orkira's just going to uh, hug her book to dampen any light that might be coming off of it and keep her eyes and ears out. Um, I'll re reiterate. I'll, you, I'll reiterate in case it was missed in the description that there is some movement up ahead that you can't quite make out what it is without taking time to assess your surroundings better. I'll try to roll perception for it. I mean, I can probably see it best. You don't have to roll with disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, doesn't help me. 11. 11? Um, somebody else can roll with advantage or with disadvantage. I'll do it. Perception? Perception is not my best. So. Hey, guess what? I have advantage, so I'm rolling regularly. Okay, there you go. That is an 25. 25. Okay, you get both things. Alright, <clears throat> so you can see up ahead that there's a general gathering of Kuatoa, these weird fish-headed humanoids praying while mar making offerings to something. It's hard to tell if it's something within the ship or to the ship itself. You notice that the plethora of offerings surrounding surrounds almost the entirety of the ship, almost like a gate of wreckage, treasure, and sacrifices. And you can see a crude effigy of something that looks to be an idolic deity with a massive body and three orbs taking up the center of its form. Its limbs look to be tendrils that with its body connect and meld with the rest of the wall that surrounds the extensive colossal shrunken, uh, sunken monolith. That way. What is that? I can't see it. What do you see? They're they're worshiping something. It looks like an effigy. Oh. Um, yeah. Remember? Um, I think I told you the Kuatoa. They when they, they pray, yeah. their faith brings yeah. things to to reality. But I can't tell what it is. Well, you said it had three eyes, right? It does. Yeah, but I can't. I don't know if it's an actual one or. Uh, Say, so you go ahead and roll uh, investigation. Yay! Try and put some clues yeah. together. Uh. What is math? Uh, uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. Not my best. Um. Although the uh the effigy does not look to have the shape and form of an abolith. You remember um, the description of the vision of the eldest being merged with the ship itself. And so seeing like the face figurehead of an oh. abolith who its form has been stretched out and created as this gate-like structure that is almost fully surrounding. There's obvious gaps and things like that where it's not completed, but it is... As if this cre this effigy is the gate itself. It's 
think it's the elder, the eldest. I think they're worshiping an effigy of him, mm. which would make sense. Mm. Wait a minute. If they're... Or Kira, how, how, how quickly do they give form to their beliefs? Like, they can't turn a stone effigy into an actual thing, can they? Um, I, I don't know. I've only seen this on different worlds, so I don't know if the Kuatilla could be faster or slower about this, but the more of them there are, the more powerful it gets, but I don't I don't know more than that. Is there any way we can get around them? Oh, yeah, yeah. The um, okay. the find the path is actually leading you close nearby. You're unsure if they're only gathered in this spot or in multiple locations around this massive like town, if not small city, wide, long monolith. Mm-hmm. Um, but the gate is like a like a fence made of like found objects and uh, ship ruins and uh, sea kelp and things like that. Okay. Um, But there are obvious breaks in it. It's not very high. It's just something that looks to be a kind of like a shrine that surrounds the entirety of, of Zythu. Okay, cool. I would like to, as we are doing this, um, I have eye for detail, which allows me to make a perception check to spot hidden creatures or objects. I would like to be doing that. Okay. Go ahead and make your perception. It'll be at regular. Mm-hmm. Uh, regular as in I had disadvantage, but since I have disadvantage, that. it's just one? That. Just one. Cool. Okay. That is, this was investigation, right? Uh, perception. 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 Not as good. Okay. Uh, 20, no, 19. Sorry. 19? Okay. Um, you, with Find the Path and everything, you know that there's an easy way that the you're being led. Um, and you can see your eye for detail picking out an area that uh, circumvents you don't see any hidden creatures, but mm-hmm. with this eye for detail, it you easily spot creatures that are not hidden. Right. Um, and you spot um, breaks in uh, this this fence that you are I, able to easily... I will, I will give Karina information to kind of guide her through this uh, good path. Got it. And your stealth was a 19, if I remember correctly. 17. 17? Yep. Cool. Okay. Uh, With that, you're able to stay far enough away from them to not at least trigger their supernatural perception, but uh, stay hidden enough in the tendrils and natural camouflage of the uh, Karina Octopus to uh, just skate your way through Octopus. Yeah, to skate your way through this uh, just 
amalgamation of coral, seaweed, and other just various knickknacks of wreckage on the seafloor. Um, and you're able to... I would say even there's this one moment where a faint light comes swimming past real fast as you see this like mini jagged tooth thing, bulbous eyes chasing another like smaller fish that rushes past you and seems to not notice you or care. But there's a small moment of uh, adrenaline. Um, And then as you breach through this fence, you can see uh, where the monolith has crashed and landed. It is a destroyed part of another ship and uh, lands upon old coral, and you can see damage in the ship. Damage as in an entrance? A hole? Uh, it seems that way as you're being pulled uh, in this uh, direction. Uh, yep, a, a damage is in the uh, godlike find the path is pulling you towards it, and it does indeed seem to be breachable. Have our entrance, I guess. Still keeping an eye out for hidden stuff. Okay. As um, we as we head through the wreckage, uh, or the the effigies and everything, this gate that we're going through, um, or here's just gonna make sure that if we accidentally knock something out of place or have to move something, uh, that she puts it back. You know, so like Karina is coming along and we're all in her her tendrils behind her and really, oh, this was here. Cause she, she's known Kuwato to be able to pick that stuff out. They're, they're particular. So because she's just you are doing that. Everybody <laughs> gets to make the deck save with advantage. Oh, <laughs> I Man, I was, yep. I, I was, I was literally writing out oh, make deck saves to, to do that. Exactly that. Oh, damn. I did. That's funny. <laughs> it's meant to be. Wow. Mm-hmm. 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 I may use my inspiration cool, cool, on this. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. I was just doing roleplay shit, thing. and now it's going to bite me in the ass. Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> they got 22. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm, I'm going to use my inspiration oh, on this. Everybody has three. <laughs> Twenty-five. <laughs> uh, all right, so we got. Anyone roll a one. Twenty-five. Uh, Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, what did you get, Asia? What are we? Okay. What okay. are we trying to avoid? Uh, so you're swimming through the wreckage of an old ship to get through the da- to get to the damaged hull of the monolith, right? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. old ship. You're, there might be some spots that you have to squeeze through or move through. And Orkira um, is guiding you all and trying to make sure that nothing it... comes out of place. But it, it's mm-hmm. it's still tight, and you're still big and clunky. I need a deck save. What'd and you get? I got a six. Great. Okay. Oh. Six. What if I just put what if I just put Seisha in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're a huge creature. I am a large beast. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's warm. And it's but it does say I'm a dark. giant octopus. You are. You are. And it's soft. 
No, uh, it's not soft. She has a beak. Brunschlager, what'd you get? I dodge the beak, but the mouth Bru- is Brunschlager got a natural 20 for 23. Amazing. Oh, okay. damn. Okay. Uh, Harold, what'd you get? 29. Damn. Good lord. And wow. Petunia. 21! Okay. Uh, hey, Stacia, hey. And Orkira, what'd you get? Did we get plus three from Stacia? Yeah. Yes. I used my inspiration, and I got an 18. Seisha, do you want a wheel? I don't think it's going to make much difference. I'm debating if I should use my lucky, but I kind of want to save it for what's inside. Okay. So yeah, I'll, save it. I, I still have five wheels, if you want. I'll save the reason that I use the inspiration is because I'm worried that if we have to, if we're noticed out here, that there's just going to be a, a giant army. So <laughs> that's why I... That's why I blew it quickly. Last chance, Air. final decision. Uh, yeah, I'll use my inspiration. Okay. That's that's a very good point. Hey, Petunia. Yeah. Did I re-roll that? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that was a one. Yeah. Yeah, man. Natural 20. <laughs> 23. Uh, Truly, Petunia hmm. stepping into her role. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Uh, Ray did not come to play. (laughs) Yeah. With uh, Seisha being the only one that would have failed that, uh, as luck bends, um, her her shield attached to her back snags on something, and it is um, uh, from the ship as cargo begins to fall, and uh, Petunia herself is knocked out of place and um, it slowly, because of the thickness of the water, slowly falls and Petunia catches it, luckily being in the right place at the right time, and sets it down on the ground. <laughs> Why are you doing that in the telepathic bond? <laughs> because we're setting atmosphere. There is no atmosphere here. And there is no... The ship is not knocked out of location. There is no giant uh, plume of silt that gives away your location, and nothing ter- uh, terrible falls or pins you in location. Um, as you make your way through the ruins of this old ship. <laughs> Karina's got a lovely bunch of coconuts. <laughs> Deedly, dee dee dee. Uh, all of a sudden, they are standing in a row. Karina's galloping. Karina's humming that in her head, but like, Puppeteering y'all as little dolls, like, there they are all standing in a row. Oh, I'm getting seasick. You can probably hear that too. Yeah. Uh, Brunschlager. Um, from the description before, where the, the thick water kind of pulsated out from this monolith, you, it's almost like the faintest white noise kind of scratching at your mind. Uh, as you have a natural affinity to telepathic connections, and it feels like the ship itself is giving off those pulsations. I see. How far away is it? 
Oh, oh you're you, right you, next to the ship yeah. now. You, oh, great, you, great, you great, 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 great. Swim in. Great. Yeah, I'm going to swim in, see what's up with this. Great. Great, 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 great. Mm. Affinity with a boat is never followed by good events. I mean, you know, it. Uh, there's events that could be on the horizon. Right. Uh, I understood that reference. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh and and uh okay go um you see the cracked opening of you're unsure if this is caused by it landing in the ocean here or if there's this is the scars from where the cerulean lightning came up and struck the ship itself but you can see the uh scars uh and there's this that unnerving violet light that is radiating from this area as if the energy of this ship uh, feeds off of that type of energy but you can see an entranceway that looks kind of like a throat this biomechanical round uh, tunnel that is ribbed with these pulsing just curves you can see like veins and uh tendrils that aren't coming up to reach but more so look like the real world like if cabling was just layered and layered and strewn about like stretched sinew over these corrugated um like ribbed tunnels and they look massive in size every word of that sentence pushed me farther down a hill <laughs> good well start get to going sisyphus great oh i was gonna get in this toboggan and ride but uh so i have a i have just a question uh, yeah. I'm telekinetic. Can I use that to guide me around to, to swim? I mean, you can. I mean, like I said, because you have freedom of movement, you're not impeded in any way. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to use... Um, Brunschlager, arms crossed, standing straight up, just moving through the water. <laughs> like a Magneto style. <laughs> Get to the end of Karina's tentacle. She's like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. T-posing for dominance. <laughs> Yeah, are we at this point, are, are we disengaging from Karina or should we all continue to... Karina just lets Brunschlager go and looks at the rest of you like, oh, <laughs> There's, <laughs> there's something him. deeper in here that is... <clears throat> it's hitting the psionic channel. I'm going to go with Brunschlager. I got 90 feet of movement. Let's do this. Just doctor dooming my way down a hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Is everybody entering? I guess so. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, as long as I can, like, stick with Karina for now, if I don't have to, like, you know, try you don't and... have to disengage from the tentacle. I'm going with everybody. Great, great. As long as I don't have yeah. to use my own limbs, that's better for everyone involved. Okay, uh, the I... order of operations sounds like it's Brunschlager and Seisha ahead, and then everybody else clustered with Karina. Yeah. I'll uh, disengage from Karina and uh, 
swim so that I'm in between the group and so that I kind of can keep an eye on everyone. Um, and Orkira, the way she swims is she tucks her wings super close to her back and she basically does the, the snake thing with her tail. Um, and you notice it's not very effective that it's the same as though she's walking on land, but, you know, it works. Okay, I need everyone to make intelligent saving throws. And only Brunschlager and Orkira get Seisha's bonus. <laughs> and the reason why is because of distance. Because it's only 10 feet, correct? Yes. Yes. Yep. I got a 21. Okay. Uh, please 20. tell me that lies. 20. Okay. okay. 12. Okay. Uh, which, which one? Wisdom, right? Uh, intelligence. Intelligence. Okay. Uh, 21. Uh, Harold, what'd you get? Nine. Uh, all right. I believe In that Petunia? is... Uh... I technically got a one, but... <laughs> you, you gonna use it? Really not. All right. So, that one becomes a natural 20. Or also, halfling luck. No, oh. I think you, they're... You, Using the... No, I'm not going to re-roll this one. I'm, I'm just taking my one where I can. Okay. Yep. One becomes a 20. Yeah. I'm smart. Okay. SMRT. Got it. So everybody begins to feel that scraping of, like, white noise across your mind. For Brunschlager, it's, it's more intense since you're just naturally... Uh, attuned to this channel and this style of uh, psychic interference. Um, but for Orkira and Harold, your mind becomes foggy and confused, but not in the condition. Uh, you just have intelligence and wisdom checks at disadvantage. Not safe. Does, does my mind shielding help me at all on this? Mind shielding uh, stops telepathic stuff, correct? Uh, I've got it right here. Uh, drink this potion. You're immune to abilities that allow other creatures to read your thoughts, determine whether you are lying, know your alignment, or know your creature type. Creatures can telepathically communicate with you only if you allow it. Yep, so it doesn't help me here. And I was we just looking at the potion. <laughs> we have advantage on wisdom saving throws, so... Essentially, what we what we get is disadvantage on intelligence saving throws and a straight on wisdom, right? Uh, uh, say again. We got advantage on wisdom saving throws Correct. from gods. So really, it's just disadvantage on intelligence saving throws. It's not saving, saving throws. throws. It's just checks. So that would uh, that would affect your um, survival, your perception, your investigation, uh, your history. Things like that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But so like I said, we've okay. Intelligence and wisdom based we've... checks, not saving throws. Okay. Cool. Oh, I'm good. I yep. am annoyed by that, but oh well. Um, but yeah, it's um you two also hear this constant psychic bombardment that radiates throughout the ship as if the ship itself we're creating it. Oof, oof. Look at this. Orkira, like, 
uh, stops moving for a moment just out of out of that icky feeling of something pushing into her head and then forces herself to keep moving but you could see like she's just shaking her head in the water and looks annoyed and worried um awesome uh you start to hear things or kira this is where harold your thing comes into play you do not hear this but orkira you start to hear whispers in the back of your mind um and it is in a language that you know you should not understand but yet your mind comprehends it oh crap brunschlager because you have telepathy can also hear these whispers what do you guys want to do with that what are we not coming over the bond right well give me a second sorry (laughs) they're determining that oh 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 i'm talking about like or kara won't hide this especially depending on what i'm hearing it say got it because if it's what i think it is i bet i can understand it uh as as i said uh orkira can understand it um but uh uh, it's kind of like think of like detect thoughts but you're not quite get you hear whispers but you would have to intently try to listen and make that further connection to really truly hear what they say over the bond am i okay to cast a spell here hey does anybody else hear that hear what yes coming from you no no like that or kira yeah i'm hearing it from you um no, I'm talking about something else that's not from me. You know, it's like there's someone whispering nearby and I keep I keep looking for them. Or Kira. Yeah. There are no whispers coming from elsewhere. It's coming from you. Do you hear that, Harold? No, but I can feel something trying to talk to me and I'm just saying no. Wait, wait, there's something trying to talk to us? Or No, to you. Well, it's oh, affecting you and does anyone think that's a bad idea? What? Yes, I think it's a bad idea. Right. Somebody is talking to you and Harold only. Harold has something going on with his mind to stop it. You do not, so it's talking to you. Okay. Um, I don't like people talking to me in my head without asking first. What is it saying? Seisha asked, so I'm going to listen. <laughs> what is it saying? I'm a bad influence. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. Um, go ahead and uh, make a, new uh, a, a sanity save. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a sanity save. Okay. Is this where my advantage on wisdom saving throws comes in? So what what the wisdom only having one side of the sanity save with advantage lowers the DC of a sanity save 
It doesn't okay. give you advantage on the roll. You have to have advantage on both of the of the checks, the intelligence and wisdom, to give you advantage on the full sanity. Okay. Can I give advantage on the intelligence? Uh, oh, I, the, the help action. You know what? That's fun and unique and yes, weird. Let's love it. do it. Make it with advantage. Let's go. Okay. So I'm rolling with advantage, and this is the intelligence modifier, the wisdom modifier added together, cut in half. Correct. Correct. So this is this is at plus two. Uh, I'm just gonna roll this twice. Is number one. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, so uh, so twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. Yes. Uh, Thank DMs, you for a slogger. Does that fail? No, it does not. Oh. Oh, okay. Cool. Nice. <laughs> thank you for a slogger. I don't know why I'm thanking you, but thank you. Nope, you're good. Um, okay, hold on. Um, the first thing you hear is almost like a command, a call to action. You, the more you listen, you realize that this reverberating, like, signal coming from the ship itself is telling all of those that it controls what to do. You hear... Oh, sacrifice has not been made. We march on the city we ruined at the end of the day. Gather the masses. We will bring wrath to its knees. Um, uh, they're gonna march on the, the city. At the end of the day, they're they're doing the. They realize that the sacrifice didn't happen, and they're that it's a it's commanding everybody to go and go kill everybody in wrath. Well, then mm -hmm. we have an updated timetable. Yeah, can I stop listening to this now? It, it's yes. really creepy. As you say that, you hear. Wait, what is that? Voices. Oh, crap. Who are you? If you can hear me, know I, the eldest, can hear you. Mm. In the telepathic bond, this has all been the telepathic bond, but over <laughs> here we'll, we'll say, you can hear me. <laughs> and then and then a silent just, thumbs up amongst the group <laughs> yeah yeah if, if if anyone is thinking of you know if anyone's probing her thoughts at this moment it is just a litany of oh, crap oh, crap 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 uh is gonna just uh go beside orkira and just like hand on her back in a reassuring way just push us forward deeper into the tunnel. Okay. Okay. All right. You begin to move into this 
bio or uh, 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 organic metallics structure. Uh, you're being pulled or like you come to an intersection, you know you need to go right. You know you need to go left. You know you need to swim up. Forward, down, in a section where it opens up into this big, massive chamber. You can see, like, pods in places. Too obscured or um, shaded and tinted in sense that you cannot see through them, but you know that you need to go down or forward, diagonal, away. If... Um, you can see just everything about this seems unnatural, seems unnerving. It is almost like you're inside the belly of a beast, but in a way that does not feel inviting. It does not even... Every ounce of you just feels like your skin is crawling. And that is only like made worse by the feeling of this thick, slick, oily water that brushes against your skin. Um, as you continue to move through this, you come to this long hallway where the first thing you notice is actually this dried, almost what is left of a husk of a tentacle buried under rubble which you can determine is that of an aboleth that is just almost like floating and hovering in this liquid. How does it compare in size to Golor? About the same. Okay, cool, cool, cool. How, how does it compare in size to the eldest? Tiny. Okay. Minuscule. Mm. Um. I'm this is this is a remain of one of the ones that Rylan Kane killed. And as and you're this is telepathically, right? Yes. Noted. Uh Petunia and Brunschlager. You recognize this hallway that you're currently in. Mm. You've been here before. You've seen this exact same corridor through the eyes of an aboleth watching Rhydon Kane tear into you. Br this... Broomslugger, are you, are you yeah. kidding? Yep. 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 Mm -hmm. is going to start unwrapping the chain from his forearm. What are you guys doing? I'll take the rear. Everybody go ahead. I'm, I'm going to provide back guard. Okay. Do, do I still hear the whispers and do I think this thing is still listening to anything I'm trying to say? Um, you still have that grating white noise in your mind. Um, you are unsure if it can hear everything you're thinking. And you know if you want to, you can 
listen further. You've already made the save. But if you want to stop that, you can. But you are unsure if it is still listening. You know that when you were listening, it said it was listening. Yeah. But there's no confirmation beyond that. You can assume the worst. Yeah. Hope for the uh, best. Or Kira wants to stop, is, is like immediately was going to stop listening. Um, yeah, I don't think she can help herself. Like she, she knows this thing is probably listening, but in, in the telepathic bond anyway, she's going to say, I, I kind of want to um, see if we can find right on game. Close, I think. Well, yeah, I think we're close. When, when is it good to go ahead and start casting spells? Uh, Seisha starts gesturing. I just remembered we're a podcast too. Seisha yes. starts yes. <laughs> I was going to give you one Wait. more beat before I started to say something. And, and it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. so good. Don't edit the pause out of the podcast. Oh, oh we're not. Don't leave it in. Leave it in. Um, so she starts gesturing. Uh, let me think of how I can do this. She holds up one finger. Um, one syllable. <laughs> uh, she holds up one finger and um, motions her fingers around her, taps her eyes, and looks at um, very directly at Petunia and Brunschlager. And over the telepathic bond uh, says etchings. Go ahead and make uh, an investigation or a perception check. You guys' choice. Uh, I'm going to let the two of you roll this. I'm going to luck it. Oh, no. <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. That's better. 25. 25? Oh, 11. <laughs> 11. Um... Something, something, periphery, lack of lack of periphery in your helmet. Something, something. <laughs> um, murderous, in, murderous intent at the ready. Yep. Uh, <laughs> as as Petunia and Brunschlager, you, you start moving down this memory uh, hallway uh, corridor. Uh, there is like you're starting to like get that like visual flashback of of seeing him moving with such grace and. And that blade with the cerulean blue blue energy arcing through it, um, and there is no like markings, like there were in the stone of Reth. None of that is here. Everything that it's it's all that like biomechanical, you know, uh, uh, technologically organic material that Geiger. makes up hundred percent. That <laughs> very uh, Geiger esque, very, 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 very. Um, uh, and there is you, Petunia, when you get to the point that you last remember seeing Rhinon King before it cut out, and then the next vision translation of the sigils picked up, and it was you as the eldest dragging his body behind you. Something catches your eye in the wall, like 
in between, like the like wires or like tubes or like veins, if you will, of this wiring, something mm-hmm. catches your eye, kind of like wedged in between two of them. Is it close enough to where if I like kicked my little legs and didn't necessarily try to disengage away from Karina, like was able to like stretch or Kira's <laughs> not your Kira, Karina, excuse me. Um, Karina's uh, reach to investigate it. Um, uh, Karina, if you wanted to stay with Karina, Karina would have had to been moving with you down this corridor to this point. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Uh, and with Karina moving like... along with you, yes, you can easily get to the edge of the wall and where the sinew just kind of overlaps in these cord like veins. Uh, even stretching with membrane over them, uh, you see something that looks out of place, where everything here is like slick and oily and almost has like that dark gunmetal sheen to it. There's something that looks of your world tucked away. Something that looks a little off-white and brown. She's gonna look closer. As you get closer and closer, you see what looks like possibly pages. Sure, her her feet kick a little bit like more like Karina, Karina, get me closer, get me closer, get me closer. I have a reach of fifteen feet, so <laughs> yeah, I'll let you go the whole length of that, and then just keep scooting you forward for what you want. Pages, pages, pages. What? Yeah. Uh, can't say the p words. They like, like a small dog. <laughs> it's suddenly missed. Uh, and you reach oh, out. Yeah, I'll, I'll reach in and go for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, st- sticking your hand through, it feels almost like sticking through flesh, but not. Um, but you're able to dislodge this thing and slowly work its way through. Is Seems almost like there's nothing here, especially its location, that looked like this area uh, collapsed on itself. This almost looks purposeful in the way that it was lodged here. It was like it was hidden. It was like it was hidden, and it was put in a place that wouldn't move. Um, and as you pull it out, you see a leather-bound notebook, and on its cover there's an etch of what looks to be almost. Like an esoteric tree. It's, it's the book. This is, I found the book. I found the book. Uh, does, so, does, 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 does that mean it's okay to cast spells? I don't know. Um, I cast a light cantrip. You cast a light cantrip. It gives bright. Yeah. There's a, a little bit of murkiness, but not from like silt. Just... Almost like the water itself glows that ultraviolet purple from the light you cast. Not the light itself, but almost like particles in the water create. Are reflecting. Yeah. Okay, nothing uh, negative happened to me? Nothing negative. Cool, I drop it. I think it's okay. Cool, awesome. Is it, so is the book bound in a sense where... Opening it would damage it? 
Um, your passive arcane instantly yeah. picks up that this is already a common magic item where it is a, a magical Infected. notebook that does not get destroyed by natural uh, erosion. It waterproof. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. Okay, so I'm gonna, I, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open it and, like, look through it. Now, the first thing you open to is, this is the journal and accounts of Rhydon Kane. And of the Order of the Cerulean Sign. Right on, right on. This yeah. is it. Um, but as you thumb through it, there are things that you instantly recognize, uh, from things you've seen in other deciphers, uh, you see markings that are kind of like deep speech. You see accounts and dates, but what you instantly re realize is that nothing in here is written plainly. Everything is done in cipher. You Encrypted. see things. Okay. You do recognize things from your passive arcane that there are spells in here as well. Would I be able to try and decrypt it somehow? It will take time. Okay, fair enough. It is it is completely possible, but just looking through it, it will take time. Okay. She will uh, over the telepathic bond. She'll she'll say um uh, this is definitely what we're looking for, um and both. Thankfully and unfortunately, it looks like it's encrypted uh, with a cipher of some sort. I think I can, I think I can decode it. Not immediately. It's gonna. I'm gonna need some time to look over this. Hey, if you want help, let me know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, after that, I'm going to cast locate object. Okay. And the object I am looking for. Is right on Kane's body. Um, and the spell specifies it can locate the nearest object of a particular kind. So I don't. So if. Um, I'm just gonna be gross here. Right on Kane's body got like ripped apart, or if there's like a foot somewhere, I will ping that as well as like the rest of the body. Okay. It is uh, within a thousand feet of me. And it's concentration, 10 minutes. Uh, you get pulled in the same direction that you are already being pulled. But okay. you have confirmation of where that ends, and it is within a thousand feet. And because you chose object and not person, you know that he has passed. Oh, we knew it was passed from before. That's why I went for the object. Yep. Also, well, this is confirmation. Yeah, this is confirmation. Also, um, if along the way we come across a body part, no matter how small it is, Orkira is going to grab it. Okay. Um, and you're going forward, continuing you, you forward? Y'all are continuing forward, everybody? I think okay. so. Got it. Um... You pass through a bunch of different areas. You see one location that looks like this great altar. And across the ceiling is this red gem orb. But it seems to have been broken. 
and it now is in place of something else with only two spheres and there's a broken shattered area where a third sphere should be um there is history of aboliths that you guys have learned and what the red might be and what it's mm. when you disgrace a an altar it's defiled yeah de, yeah disgrace uh, yeah defiled anything like that it definitely looks like that um there's also in this room areas where you're unsure if aboliths sleep, but there is a bunch of pods and you see many um, decaying forms of what aboliths used to be. And they look to be not slashed or even taken over by magics, but there's this corruption that seemed to radiate through their body um and something arrow uh, esoteric used against them as almost a plague took over this area uh you find other areas you find this one room where there's almost looks like a tanner's uh oh my god warehouse but the pools that sink into the ground are silvery. There's not flesh hanging or anything like that, but you just float over this ground area where there's like sinew and deep wells, and you can see these silver uh, basins that kind of like ripple as you fly over. Um, you find other areas that look to be prisons, cell guards for those that are trapped um, or could be trapped uh, too small to be that of to hold aboliths <clears throat> uh, more so to create to hold things that are humanoid or at least similar but what's strange is you see decayed forms of things that are not from your world. And most of those that you do not recognize are the most, like, almost pure ash at this point. And you know that if you even rippled the water too hard, that they would probably just disintegrate into dust. Good thing the water's thick. Yep. Three C's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hard, to, hard to ripple the three C's. Uh, and you know that. <laughs> yes, Paladin. I love you, Paladin. Except I'm going to find you. Except your fate. It's you it's know beautiful. where I am. And you know that you're within 500 feet of your destination, and that humming, that raking of the mind, is getting more intense. You can feel something's presence, and there's this light that emanates from these through the corridors of what looks to be a doorway but this doorway is unnatural it is almost like 
an organic, forgive the word, sphincter. Orifice. Sorry, I mean, it was going to happen. Baldur's Gate flashbacks. Yep. Those doors opening. But through that, in the the pinhole center, there's this blinding light that is radiating through there. And you know just on the other side is where you need to be. What are you doing? I'm going forward. I cast protection from evil and good on myself. Okay. Moving forward. Guard the rear. Moving forward with my favorite little Barbie dolls. (laughs) Um, Moving. I'm. I am actually free from your. Oh no! I'm talking about Harold and Petunia. Karina's fighting the urge to make them kiss. In fact, Seisha kind of catches Karina's eye and goes. <laughs> slamming each other in the thick water. No, like Karina's holding them, but then has two other tentacles looking at Seisha going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will continue in with Karina. Okay. I, I will also continue in, in between the that and Seisha and uh, Brunschlager. Um I know we're headed into this room that's going to have the thing that we're looking for, the the shard, the orb of shards. Uh, but Orkira is focused on the locate object as long as it's in the same direction as everybody else. So I'd imagine if we enter this room that has the thing, but she's got locate object on her right, she's going to be looking to the right. Okay. Okay. Uh, what are you guys doing to open the door? Oh, it's not open. <laughs> can I use my telekinesis? Use uh, you want to use telekinesis? I, I have I have telekinetic. I it lets me do stuff with like a mage. Yeah, yeah. As thing. soon as you you use a psionic ability, it opens. And as it opens, there's this grand chamber, bigger than anything else. You can instantly tell that even though your mind cannot comprehend its use, this looks like a helm. And in the center of the room... In fact, Brunschlager and Petunia, you've seen this chamber before. You've seen this room. You've seen the wall that you look over, that you can see the body of Rhydon Kane hooked up to various types of tubes and other bio-mechanical uh, strange devices. You've seen the massive cracked and fractured sphere in the center. And everyone that holds a piece of that shard, it all begins to hum and radiate. And without you even trying, you hear them all cry out. Law connect us! Yes! He join us! us. We must seal the gate. I turned that off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there's also this echo, this reverberation from the sphere. And you hear the cries of not to be rejoined, but to be freed as they 
do not have will or control as they are being lorded over by something else. And that is when you look up and you see floating in the thick water, not an abolith, but a serene being of pure calm and enlightenment. Oh no! Shit! Upon the this forehead. Is so much worse. There is the octagon with the eye that opens, and you can see it full black as it raises into the air a massive orb that is garg like not gargantuan in size, but massive in size. It swirls with purple esoteric energy. And you can see it floating towards an empty space upon the wall. And you can see two other eyes that now look down upon you as the third begins to rejoin. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Uh, we're so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> real, real, real quick. Do I see right on Kane's body? Oh, yeah. You do. That, yeah. that is the, the, okay. the that's, body that's, that's hooked awesome. up to the tubes. I wasn't sure if you were re-describing their vision or, or not. Okay. Yes and no. Okay. Yeah, yes and yes. Yes and yes. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we will be back next week with uh, this uh, epic showdown between so the, I mean, Zaifu and... Zaifu, well, yes, Slash Zaifu, at, at the, uh, the, eldest. the eldest and Apenser, the corrupted god of psionics. Yeah. Be excellent to each other. But you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. But that's where we're going to end this part of the story. Trust me, there's more to come and you don't want to miss it.